is uh, this, the post game awards game awards world I now occupy. I've calmed down slightly, uh, probably not from all the announcements from last Thursday. Uh, if you've been watching my timeline, you know which games have been uh, making my dick rock hard lately. But we are back to the main show, and this one is going to be a real fun one, I think. Uh, but uh, I want to introduce a very special guest, uh, someone who I think is one of the best podcasters in the game, uh, who recently allowed me to be on his one of his wonderful shows. Uh, but tonight I want to introduce Glenn Rockney, uh, host of both Rare Candy and The Back Wall. How are you doing tonight, Glenn? I'm doing well. I already can't wait to have you back on The Back Wall because that was <laughs> so fun uh, last time. <laughs> uh, I... Stewart is is one of the greatest uh, segments I've been a part of in the in the many episodes I've done. Um, I, I'm doing great. I, Happy to be I, here. I I kid you not. Ever okay? First of all, everyone should listen to Rare Candy and Backwall, two fantastic podcasts. I think for one with Rare Candy, what I love is that you and Crypto side, you know, like ever feels like everyone has their sort of niche. I have my niche definitely with this show. But what I love about you guys is that any episode that comes out it could be anything like you you two are not like like recently you had um i'm blanking on his name right now the sledgehammer guy uh you did an episode with uh on that like on his career and i found that was like because like the last week you did like something on like more health focus and then the one before that it's like something different like the fun of rare candy is that like you don't know what's coming next and it's like uh it's kind of like a new present every week, perfect for Christmas. It's like every new rare candy is a little gift that you get to learn something new every time. And I, you know, I mean that honestly, it's like, I I genuinely enjoy the sort of like release cycle of a new rare candy. And also with Backwall, you know, you and Filthy Armenian, I think fill a very important and needed space in sports podcasting. Like for one, you guys, obviously two of the most funniest people i know i mean if anyone listened to the back wall where i'm on i'm crying i'm crying laughing so hard at the notion of uh dying cancer children wanting a touchdown from their favorite football team and not getting it uh uh, but what i love is that you guys you know your back wall obviously you guys have the video aspect to it but the video aspect is fun because you get to watch a game that connects to the grander story of it like you had the joe pot episode and it would have been easy to be like oh he we're gonna pick the penn state versus ohio state where they were quote reborn game but you guys picked the game that like the whole news came out the nebraska game yeah. like i i love that and you cover not just football too. You cover the Olympia, you know, the bodybuilding Olympia uh, thing. You've covered WNBA game. Like <laughs> you, you, backwall is the entire sports spectrum. And I genuinely am. It's like again, it's like a new treat every time. So it's like I I feel spe- honored to have you on tonight. So everyone, please listen to Rare Candy. Subscribe to the back wall also subscribe to your sub stack i know recently you've been posting on there too so please support glenn support crypto support filthy army in any way uh these guys are doing the work 
Oh, I mean, man, I'm blushing. (laughs) No, I, I, it's so much fun. I am uh, psychotically addicted to podcasting. Um, (laughs) And uh, for a while we were talking to nobody still, you know, not the biggest shows in the world, but it's, it's, uh, it's really nice to sometimes like people are starting to get it. And that's, that's, what's really Mm -hmm. both of the shows Uh, I'm speaking as far as the whole uh, canon, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of, of, of what I do and what size and size, my best friend since we've been 14 years old. So Mm -hmm. really for the longest times, like, you know, what you were talking about, just like crying, laughing and just knowing, like, I'm like, let's see if this works. Let's (laughs) This is because worst case scenario is a great talk with your friend and Mm -hmm. meeting uh, Armenian through the TPN sphere. Mm -hmm. um, You know, I went on TPN or no, I'm sorry. Jack came on rare candy a long time ago. And then, and then uh, Armenian, I'm like this, this gay guy hits me up. I know everything about sports. I'm just like, Oh, is that right? And then, um, and then you find out you're like, man, like, like this guy, no, like, especially like college football. I mean, you and him, like I, you guys got me beat for sure. Like, it's just like, like incredible college football knowledge, uh, like really good sports stories. Uh, and, uh, I'm, I'm I'm just happy you started. Let <laughs> uh, a little inside baseball here. Your first episode came out. I already like marked my territory. I was like, "Hey, the sports one, you know who to call." <laughs> yeah, that is that I'm is true. Team. Yeah, I mark. I literally first one came out with Jag. I'm like, I love that you're doing this. However, you need to have me. For this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I I love that immediately. Like, hey, uh, sports pod sports episode. Hey, me. Uh, and I was like, yes, of course, it's obviously. Nice. It, and it's and like to be fair, like it is nice when you are getting started and somebody's already like, hey, here's like I if whenever you need this, I'm here, you know, mm-hmm. like that it is nice when that happens, like if they're good, of course. But yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, sometimes you're like, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, no, I'm super, super excited for this. This is like these are this is this is my gaming experience is like about 70% these games essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, I knew that if I, you know, I knew I was going to get to these, but these sort of game, you know, football games, obviously from my personal history playing it, but like, I knew that if I wanted somebody, it had to be you, you know, it's, I, I think genuinely these this genre of football games or even the broad general sports games are a very misunderstood genre of games and partly due to that because of recent entries in these long-running series not meeting the sort of nostalgic bars that its predecessors have left. But um, before we get into that, I personally want to ask you, because I've asked everyone on the show this question, is where where does the story of Gamer Glenn start? Uh uh i know you personally told me that your wife is a gamer which is you know she she's might better. be the first the first credited gamer girl she's better than me at video games she plays <laughs> games than me she's better than me at games uh i play more often because I, it's like a mechanical thing of me just playing a sports game just this mechanical like satisfying button like mm-hmm. algorithm thing in my brain uh, <laughs> but she just bought yesterday bought mario and rabbits the sparks of hope (laughs) yesterday so i don't don't, uh it doesn't look like she's playing it right now but but uh, (laughs) um she's got that uh she's real into like skyrim Mm -hmm. and um the king when i first started dating her 
there was this moment I told uh, Zach uh, Zach on I'm so popular this I think but she she had this like boss and I I'm I won't know the name ever but she had this boss that um on Kingdom Hearts too on PS uh-huh. that like she couldn't get past and there was no saving point oh uh, uh, yeah. I think I know the exact one. If she... it was, everybody was dropping super far, that's what I remember. Though it was like this big, like free fall kind of thing, and then, like it was weird. It was it was mm-hmm. this. I, it was this a long time ago, and like I don't know what we were supposed to do. We were like gonna like watch a movie eventually. <laughs> Her parents were out of town, and like we kind of got to play house and mm-hmm. stuff. And that was like that was a solid few hours, like of just like <laughs> you don't get it. Like I'm not pausing it, and 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 or I'm not like stopping. I'm like that's fine, you know. It was, it was entertaining to watch it, but my history uh, as a child, both my parents actually played on consoles uh, as a kid. Really, my, we had Super Nintendo, and I'm forgetting, I'm blanking on the name. My dad used to play this like really pixelated like eight bit golf game for Super Nintendo. It was just this like PGA Tour game for for. <laughs> Super yeah. Nintendo. He loved it. I don't <laughs> you know. know. I don't know the name either, but because I've been watching uh season one and two of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Uh and this might be season three or four. Um, but there's like there's a there's an episode where like the kids basically want like a Doom game, but like uh Marge is like, you're not playing this violent game, so she yeah. gives Bart like this like knockoff PGA game. And it's like that just immediately popped in my head when you said pixelated golf game. It was like, yeah, it looks like shit. Even when I was a kid, I was like, yeah, this game looks like shit, but he was like, so what? Fuck off. Like, <laughs> and, uh, my mom actually really, I, I don't, she's still, she's a big Sim player. She plays the Sims. Uh, a lot now. That's mm-hmm. like her game. Now she watched like the TBS series about like people that competitively played the Sims and stuff. Like, Oh God, she, I don't even know if that was a thing. <laughs> I think it's on TBS. It's like a Sims like competition. And uh, but as a kid on the Super Nintendo, uh, she used to work retail at a fabric store. And I'd be in bed when she'd get home, she'd come in and say goodnight to me. And all of a sudden, I'd you know I'd get up like a little shithead kid in the middle of the night and get around. And she's just slaving on the at Super Nintendo at like uh, Paperboy, big game. Uh, the and name Cap- rings a bell. Oh, you paper boy. It's so fun. And like, (laughs) it's just so like, it's that same sports, like just mechanical, like I'm just going to do this and it's going to satisfy my, you know, it's going to get my gears turning. And then uh, Castlevania, she was a big Castlevania. That's classic. I I love her. I love her. I love her taste. Paper boy and and Castlevania. Uh, Uh, Those Simpsons hit and run together. We beat that together on PlayStation. Oh, that's a classic too. Amazing game. Uh, Mm. I love that game. Uh, my dad liked, uh, Mario golf, uh, was, was big on N64 with him. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I played, um, then the sports games came in. Um, I, mm-hmm. I just, I'm also not that good at video games. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll just say right now, like, <laughs> I'm just not good. Like I can't play online. It's too scary. I, uh, my mom had a coworker, uh, this guy named Matt and he would just wear like J crew shirts and he was just balding super crazy. And he was just like really trying to relive his like youthful days. So I got so calm. He got, I think my mom got me so calm Navy seals for PlayStation two. Uh-huh. And, it came with like a headset or something or maybe i got the headset and we played for like a couple days and then my mom bought 
thought it was kind of weird. She's like, why is like my coworker playing with like my son? You know, <laughs> super online gaming, like where it's like yeah. kind of normalized now. So, um, yeah, I've been playing, been playing video games my whole life. I'm still not very good, unfortunately. A lot of Mortal yeah. Kombat too. That's why I played. Mortal Kombat's great too. I mean, it's funny you mentioned the whole like, yeah, why the mother realizing like, why am I letting my child play online moment? Because I definitely had that moment, albeit in a different capacity. It, I, I distinctly remember being like four, 13, 14, and I just got my PS3 online. Mm-hmm. And uh, PS3 had a thing called PlayStation Home, which was basically their version of Sims slash Second, Second Life, which was basically like a, huh? a, simu- a simulator in like a virtual world, like sort of you meet random people, you own your own virtual apartment, you can buy clothes and you know live out your like little gamer paradise fantasy and i (laughs) i remember booting it up on like uh and i was like amazed by it albeit it had the largest like update file in history like it i had to let it i had to leave my ps3 online i think so that it could update the file and i was really upset by that but uh, I remember coming back to it like during the week and I remember meeting this random guy who was really nice to me and uh, he was just like talking to me like a chat room sort of thing. And uh, my mom came in one night. It's like, who are you talking to? And I was just text chatting with a person like, who are you talking to? You know, <laughs> he's a stranger. You don't know what he's got. He's up to. He might try to steal your information, you know. <laughs> like not even molest you but like he might just he might yeah, steal her yeah like you, you don't know who these creepers are like why you and then that like i remember getting like i felt so embarrassed because they caught me at like night playing too uh they caught me at like 11 and it's like what are you doing we we told you not to p- talk to this stranger's thing it was very dramatic for like a teenager to be like uh have this moment and then like a few months later they let me play modern warfare too so it's like that that moment uh came and went and it all took all it took was to say my friends are playing it uh uh it's it's amazing how parents literally stop caring when it's they hear the phrase my friends have it and they're like well we can't let our son uh be excluded from the hit thing uh and then you know joining a modern warfare 2 lobby and everyone's screaming the n-word and calling each other faggot so it's like mm-hmm. you, you you learn fast you <laughs> it's a <laughs> It's interesting that you put it that way, where you say the the like you don't your parents like kind of don't like the trend, but also they hate the idea of you not being in on it as well yeah. a little bit because it's like remember the kids that like I don't know if you had those kids growing up where that you'd have a sleepover with like all your friends, but like the one weird Christian parent would be like, don't watch Fantasia though. Like, <laughs> here's I, a list of movies, that, and they're all like earnest movies, like mm-hmm. earnest to hear is the only movie you're allowed to watch with them because that's those kids are always like meth smokers later like they're they're never (laughs) yeah they're never they're never you have to look if you listen to my show bear candy we uh we reject modernity it did some part but i understand that there's a part of it you do have to kind of participate in and Mm -hmm. uh that is a a, an interesting way to put it where my parents had the same thing like you're not going to play that game that has blood in it yeah, no, exactly. Um, kind of thing. I, said, I said with Jack on the first episode with Twisted Metal Black, which is for context, like it's the darkest entry in the series. It's the most violent and disturbing entry. In, you know, it's Saw uh, 7 inspired, like Silent Hill, like just very disturbing images. 
and I was like 12 years old and it was my favorite series too because I played it with my best friend growing up and I was like because oh, it was the first PlayStation 2 game in the series for uh the series and you know I had never played an M-rated game before I was very good about that I was like I'm not gonna play an M-rated game mom but as soon as like I saw that at the GameStop and I was like, mom, you need to get that for me now. And she's like, well, it's M rate. It's like, well, I can skip the bad parts. No, oh, yeah. It, you know, and literally like that game changed my life, uh, you know, being subjected to some of the most grisly imagery, like a 12 year old can be exposed to, but it's like, Oh, it's a video game. Like, you know, he can skip the parts that are bad. It's like, of course the kid's not going to skip the bad parts. The kid wants to see the bad parts sort of thing. It's like, we have it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, that was, that was such a thing too. Like, like you said, you had like the kid who like, didn't, you know, his parents were very, you know, goody two shoe sort of thing. And I distinctly, (laughs) this is like one of the moments in my life where it's like, you know, maybe I could be a good like public speaker moment where it's like, I convinced the kid who, who was my friend at the time and he was in band class with me and he never had a video game. He was like, never had a video game system in his life. His parents were very strict about it, but I like convinced him to get bad company too, which was a, you know, first person shooter, you know, M rated game. And I convinced him to a buy a PS three and then get bad company too. And then he became, I, I kid you not the most obsessed gamer, even more than me. And that says something, I think like, he play it nonstop all the time. He would make videos like those early, like montages of how good he was at it too. It it was insane. Like, and his parents are okay with that. It's like they, after years of being like very strict about it, it's like, well, guess his friends are playing it. So I guess we have to just let him be. Yeah. Because you don't, the worst thing you can have is no friends as a kid. You could watch. Well, you can watch literally whatever you want as long as your friends are, but like mm-hmm. being a friendless child, like parents understand the implications of that. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. at, at least so being, being what the, the in closet gay boy, like too, it's like video games are a very easy way for you to make friends because uh, video games just, you know, are very much a boy thing. And, you know, you don't want to be excluded from, you know, all your guys, you know, playing Call of Duty or playing Madden. So it's like you sort of slowly adapt and become like, well, I I know all these cool games you guys should play. You know, ha- no person in my friend group was going to play like Final Fantasy or anything like that. But the fact that I was playing Modern Warfare 2 and staying up till 2 in the morning... Uh, to mm. play it with them that was what you know got me in you know pretty secure in a large swath of people before even before football really uh really it was only till high school but like this was middle school like you know being with all these guys in middle school and being able to talk about all these little things it's like i don't think that's an appreciated thing especially nowadays where it's like the switch has sort of like morphed into a monstrous blob where it's like that's the gay console and people steer clear away from it and people make it very clear that they are gay and play games online and they hold their switch uh mouth agape uh sort of you know fashion uh oh yeah that picture is unreal that yeah, I, yeah. exactly the picture you're speaking of yeah, yeah you know that picture and there's literally quite literally like 40 of them of that are the same repeated image holding the switch mouth agape you know that guy 
you know, yeah. like it, people, I'm sure anyone younger than the age of 25 don't understand, you know, that sort of like p- silent peer pressure aspect of gaming where it's like, if I become the gamer, I am now with the cool kids sort of mm-hmm. say, cause like now I can get into lobbies with them online and now I can, you know, uh, play games with them. I mean, uh, especially like on Xbox live, uh, back in the day, it's like, they showed you a whose party, like, you know, voice chat party was, and then you could click on it. It's like, Oh, these people are in it. Like if you, mm-hmm. it, you know, you saw, Hey, this is the cool kids party. Here's like the kind of middle tier, you know, on the social ladder of, you know, middle, late middle high school. It's like, here's like the mid tier. And then here's sort of the nerdy group who are like playing, a game you've never heard of sort of thing like it, it there's a an aspect of i don't i don't know how it is for kids nowadays because like when i ask my nephews what they're playing it's like minecraft fortnite yeah. uh you know uh, roblox which sounds even more demented uh like that it's like just ex- like it's almost just expected and normal that like every kid or you know young teenager is like they're all playing the same thing and it's normally just Fortnite or call of duty Warzone. and it's i don't know i i, I do think that you know my nephews will understand that sort of like fun maybe not fun but just that aspect of like growing up and it's like you had to like learn on the spot you know in this sort of thing um but and even getting the game too right mm-hmm. like, it's like oh yeah like just the idea of like you got the game like you finally have obtained the game like you're not good at it yet but you have the game like first steps done fortnite it's it's such an in-game purchase thing uh, and yeah. like the stuff it's like you just download it it's not they don't get that thrill you know yeah. and, and i don't know maybe they're happy I, they seem obsessed with it but it almost seems like an addiction more so than like an actual oh, euphoric yeah. feeling absolutely i mean you're uh, absolutely i mean f- i fortnite will eventually have to be tackled because it is becoming this very amorphous the blob type entity where it's it's not even about the game it's about everything that sort of coats the exterior of it where it's about oh hey here's this new media crossover thing promotion thing where it's like oh hey dragon ball z characters you can play as them now or and you can you have all these accessories or like you're Spider-Man, but you can do like ridiculous retarded ass dances. And like, that's almost part more important than like the core gameplay itself, which is literally just be the last man standing, you know, it Fortnite, all these multiverse game projects that are very, that, that are coming out of the woodwork and are very popular. They're going to have to be addressed in a way. And I don't know, I don't know what will turn of them because you know you have Fortnite, you have I don't know if you ever heard of the game called Multiverses. It's a Smash Brothers clone, but it is using Warner Brothers properties. Oh, uh, so you have like Superman versus Bugs Bunny versus Scooby Doo versus uh, what was like yeah, like a Game it's of like Thrones Kingdom character, Heart, Kingdom Hearts like style thing where it's yeah. like you're like wait, Mickey's in this like yeah. No. Yeah, but yeah. at least Kingdom Hearts makes sense because like oh my god I'm I'm going to be Kingdom Hearts defending which is like you know putting a, a bullseye on your back for a lot is of that people. Cringe? 
a lot of people will make fun of it. Uh, it's and uh, to uh, be and to be fair, the games don't exactly they make it very easy to point and laugh at them. Um, because they present very kind of ridiculous situations and they play them one hundred percent seriously. So to an outsider, it looks retarded. Like, like in the in Kingdom Hearts two, there is a scene where uh Goofy sacrifices himself. Uh, and he gets hit in the head with a boulder and everyone mm -hmm. thinks he's died and they get they get very serious and try to defeat the enemy that did this to them uh, uh like 30 minutes later oh hey goofy's fine like it it's like completely weighed over the fact that they thought he was dead and and it's and it's even more funny in that scene like mickey mouse is like they'll pay for this like it it is yeah. so it's so ridiculous like it but at least within that sort of crossover, it makes sense because Disney and Final Fantasy are very magical and fantastical and very much rely on sort of instinctual, emotional, mess emotional, resonantly or resonant uh, cores, you know, the wonderment of magic and uh, imagination, you know, the power of friendship, yada, 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 like, you know, at least that works, but it's like multiverses. It's like, well, I get to play as Bugs Bunny and I get to beat up Scooby Doo. Like, like, yeah, I, I I'm sure that it is fun, but it looks just netherworld ripped to me. It's like I, mm. I, I would rather resources be made to a real game, but the problem is that a, an original game would not sell, yeah. or unless it was like had infinite budget put into it. But I don't want to get too <laughs> too sidetracked on. Oh, I had Forge. one more thing. Oh, I had one more thing about, about my history. And I the only reason I, I want to tell the story, I told it a long time ago on Rare Candy, but I think we had like maybe three listeners when I said it. So uh, I think it I think I think <laughs> pretty uh it's pretty uh fresh at this point uh to to say again. I had a um uh, a friend who was uh who who tried to pull a, a scheme on me um when oh, I was really? a kid. Uh so Goldeneye had come out for Nintendo oh. 64 commodity i didn't mm -hmm. i never had goldeneye because i didn't need to all my friends had it like it was mm -hmm. just it was and i only liked the multiplayer aspect of goldeneye i didn't really care for the like the you know story mission mm -hmm. mode and stuff so um we would play and this guy was like decent but we'd we'd go like head to head and kind of you know mm -hmm. like back and forth it was like sure like a really good dynamic that we had um he wanted to raise the stakes one time uh <laughs> we were playing head to head and his this guy was weird. He used to like hump his Game Boy. He used to like put his bed like Game Boy on there and just start like going to railing his Game Boy like through with jeans on, of course. But like uh -huh. just like like he was just really, really odd guy. Like, his, I don't know. He had like, <laughs> that looked like they were like 67. Like, I don't I don't It didn't make any sense. <laughs> And, uh, and so the, like, and we were like in fourth grade or whatever. And, uh, the, the guy goes, Hey, for this match, cause I'm staying the night at his house. So it's typically like, you know, the, you know, we can go a little crazier at night. And, uh, -huh. uh he says, if I, if, if you, if I win, you have to touch my dick. And if you, <laughs> I touch yours and I'm like, I don't want to do either of those. They're like, this is not, I didn't sign up for this. And uh, you know, like, and I it's just like, I don't know, man. Can we have like maybe do another thing, like or something? Like, like I don't know, like push-ups. <laughs> no, like just something. And then like, in 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 his, uh, you know, I don't know. After a while, it, it didn't happen for the record. <laughs> I 
third outcome happened. Uh, you heard of her first and third place. Nothing happened. Um, but I, I do wonder, because I haven't kept in touch with this guy. I couldn't find him when Facebook came out or anything. I don't know what happened. But I do wonder, like, does he, like, still have his N64 with, like, his guy, like, maybe, like, three or four guy friends where they're like, hey, the wives are gone. Like, do, we guys want, <laughs> do you guys want to do the little, you know, head-to-head, like, a little, That'd you be know. That'd be a good movie plot. The one weird guy brings over his... <laughs> Dusty N64. He's like a millennial. Like this is is a porn setup. This is a porn setup. Be like, all right, uh, you lost to me, and now whip it out, buddy. And then he's just like sitting in a chair. It's like, oh, that that never happened to me. Mostly because at this was the beginning where everyone's they started the removing of like bro like guys being guys sort of situations like when you're in high school or even younger too it's like that was starting to be like weaned out but it was like yeah that that is the most insane story i've ever heard like i don't even think i've seen stories about that online or even heard it from random people that is incredible the golden eye of all games golden eye yeah <laughs> well did he play odd job that is a question though uh, that I don't remember, but he did want to do uh, Golden Gun one shot kills. Like he went, he wanted to get it over with. He wanted the dick touch, and it happened immediately. <laughs> like it was <laughs> like playing in the like, temple. He you was know, he was crouched gun. over, sweating, uh, a face inch from the TV. It's like I have to win. I have to win. Have, all of a sudden, I have the club, and he has the golden PP seven. How is this fair? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, yeah that's... no no it's uh it's uh that was i that was a, a memory of mine where i was just like i don't know I was, i'm constantly around like i don't know i feel like some like all my gay friends like they don't i i wish they could have like experienced because i was constantly around just people soliciting homosexual sex to me is like i oh. i'm writing this down for future use golden eye <laughs> golden eye touching dick situ- uh, uh stalemate <laughs> the most dangerous game yeah <laughs> Oh uh, hey, I mean they're 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 remastering GoldenEye for like PC and Xbox. Uh, <laughs> oh God, yeah, yeah, with like 4K 60 FPS. I'm like, hmm, I see what I'm gonna do. People, any ideas? Yeah, you gave me a good idea, <laughs> but okay, but um, please. <laughs> um, but felt important. Uh, 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 it is totally important. But I, as much as I want to stay on GoldenEye, uh playing yeah, chicken right. chicken with dicks uh yeah uh i think this is a good way to segue into sort of the first part of the discussion which is the sports game now i i can speak from experience because i i swear i remember you know being on game trailers and such and you know being online on games sort of other games websites like i remember the shift when or at least in the hardcore scene like you know people who played games seriously sort of thing i remember when the notion of sports games shifted where they were viewed negatively by a lot of people it, it, like everyone would shit on sports games because they are their yearly releases they don't put new content it's the same game with roster updates like all that sort of nonsense yeah, you know fair. the and you know I've also seen how the the genre and you know specific you know with football tonight you know how the sort of stalwarts of the of the genre disappeared over time. I mean, you know, back in the day, in the pro scene at least, there was you know you outside of just Madden, you had 
you know, the 2K series, you had arcade games like, you know, uh, NFL, the Blitz, you had um, NFL Street, you know, one of the games we're talking about. Um, you had, you even had like the weird Xbox uh, NFL Fever with Peyton Manning on the cover. I remember right. that. Uh, and, and you even had like more serious kind of simulator versions of the game like uh nfl game day uh which was a playstation exclusive like there was there were so many different entities trying to vie for your money you know especially when you're a kid or a teenager it's like man i have so many different games that are all trying to be better than each other or offer a unique experience that could sell you on being sort of a fan of that but like i've seen all those are gone except madden now ncaa football has been gone since 2013 uh, you know, FIFA is a, a mainstay of the series, but there's no other real soccer games, really. Uh, baseball has been basically reduced to MLB The Show. You know, basketball is exclusively 2K now. Uh, you know, back in the day, there used to be NCAA basketball series. Uh, heck, was mm -hmm. heck, I would even argue that, like, even uh pga golf when you know when tiger woods had his you know incident uh those games kind of faded away sort of like there were so many different sports games like you know i recently when i got a dreamcast uh uh scott who was on you know the streets of rage he pointed me to virtua tennis like and that is one of the most fun games i've ever played and it's just a tennis game like they're mm -hmm. and getting a dreamcast too it's like the 2k series you know uh with uh, Randy Moss on the cover like those are some of the most brilliant sports games I've played like the sports game was amazing back in the day and sports games were always great you know after a certain before a certain point but everyone had their niche they all they had a sport to play and they had a, a developer that made the sports game and they were all exciting and fun and there was genuine excitement about the new one coming out because they knew they add some new features or, Hey, there's some hotshot rookie that's come on the scene and I want to play as him yeah. or, you know, there, there was a legitimate excitement about like every year there's a new entry in my series. There's a new entry, you know, in this category of game and then suddenly it's gone. And I, I have such a fond spot or fond spot for these games and these this time period of my life, you know, I got into, you know, the NCA football series and Madden and, you know, NFL street as a young kid. And I wanted to learn everything about these games. So, I mean, I wanted to have your sort of perspective on the sports genre because, you know, you're arguably one, probably the most insightful person when it comes to, you know, sports as a whole, it seems like, you know, so much about, you know, sports in real life. So, I mean, what is your view on the sports genre as a whole in video games? So, yeah, what's your opinion about the, oh, the rise and fall and all that sort of stuff? I'm to start, gosh, this is, uh, this is, so, uh, first off, I'm an only child, so sports are my, are my siblings, essentially, mm -hmm. uh, players, athletes. Uh, my mom, when she started, like, Oh, you don't need to like go to a daycare or anything like you, you, you can be at home at, during mm -hmm. summer now. So, but I want you to do something constructive. She knew I wasn't going to just read on my own, like, you know, for the most part, she had to, 
I like I was a very I was we would read Stephen King do all that stuff but she was like in the house while that would happen usually yeah um at home she was like well he loves baseball and it's true baseball was my first love loved it so much she bought me the 1999 baseball scouting notebook which had every player in the league wow biography and everything it was thick it was like a phone book and I had that and then she bought me the tops year 2000 baseball card collection mm. just came in like a big long box mm-hmm. and um i i memorized all that the edgar renteria's batting average that year fernando vina all these like random players and uh then the fact was was like wow i can like actually play as uh i play as them in triple play baseball you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh, at that time or all-star baseball which i had for n64 mm-hmm. uh I can play as that. And that I was hooked. I was hooked to be able to be, well, I was obsessed. My dad's, my dad's a psychotic sports fan. He, I'd say he's <laughs> even more knowledgeable than I am about this stuff. Just absolute. Like he's in four fantasy leagues. Like he's just like, like just a, 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 a spurg. And uh, so he can, you know, he, he didn't really get into the sports games. He loved Tiger Woods golf, by the way, though. He loved that. <laughs> but if he, we, you know, I, I just would be like, wow, I get to like, I get to play as like Steven Davis and the Carolina Panthers, like in Madden and like, oh, I can actually trade him mm-hmm. to the Raiders. Like, oh, that's another thing. I'm a fan of maybe the worst football franchise <laughs> since I've been born. So the fact is, is I can actually be like, hey, all the guys we didn't draft that we should have drafted, I can have them on my team now because I'm yeah. the in Madden. I can make my team good again. <laughs> <laughs> As a fan, it's like, imagine if, you know, like uh, if you're not a sports fan, I'm trying to think of the the thing, but if you're just in a video game where it's like your favorite movie character of all time is like in a video game and you get to make him mm-hmm. the way to where he never dies, never does it. It just, it just is amazing. And it was a way for me to win. I was set mm-hmm. up wins for myself. It was like almost like my participation trophy was I could, play, <laughs> I could destroy franchise mode. I could be in the year 2037 with a guy named like D'Angelo Hernandez as my quarterback, <laughs> you know, with, and he's white, you know, and then, <laughs> And then, and then like, you know, I, I loved it. I, I love it. I still do it. I still do it to this day. I'll never stop. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's so fun. And, mm-hmm. um, I, I loved baseball games for the longest time. I got into Madden around like the 2002 era and, I still play it. It's like renewing your, your DMV, like yeah. flight registration. You just buy the new Madden. You just do it. You know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? Like you get the thing. You're like, ah, oh, it's coming out, huh? Eh, yeah. I'll get it and then complain about it. You know, it's, it's the one thing to look forward to in August. But yeah, I mean, you know, it, that's an, that's a great thing to be brought up is that sort of wish fulfillment aspect. And it's it sports, the sports genre. I mean, and I speak more so to sports games that are trying to replicate real, I mean, try to be more grounded in a sense of you know representing their sport because i mean when i say sports game you might think tony hawk and that i mean to say that's a sports game is kind of being very generous you know it's not it's not replicating skateboarding i mean you're skateboarding but like uh i don't think tony hawk can do a 900 into a variable kickflip sort of thing but you know hey you can Um, (laughs) but i think what these you know the Maddens, the NCAs, the Blitzes, the street NFL streets, or any other sportses many games represent, much like Tony Hawk, much like SSX did, is that they allow you to sort of do as you see fit in them. You know, I don't want to jump the gun too early, but it's like, you know, the, one of the fun things about NCAA football to me was creating 
one, the first thing I did is like create the player, create your ideal character with the 99 max stats. He's got all the, you know, he's got, you know, he's got the arm sleeve, the, you know, the, the, the sweat bands on his, on his biceps. He's got the, you know, he's got the eye black, everything, you know, he's, he's the best player in your world. You give him like, you know, uh, cause I've been watching this NCA dynasty, uh, playthrough of this guy. And he's, he has a guy, a, 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 a right, a, an outside linebacker named Tim missile. And it's like, you know, right. you wouldn't, you would name, you, you, you would name your character just like some like action movie character's name. And it's like, he can do everything. He can play both ways. He's, you know, the best running back. He can catch all the passes. He makes all the sacks. Like that was a fun aspect about it is that you can kind of become the ultimate sort of, uh, I guess like power fantasy, vehicle you can you know in many like heck it speaks to the genre when they were making games about being a head coach of a team like that speaks to how people had a vehicle to do what they wanted with their teams they could do what they wanted with their players they could make their players how they wanted to they could make the schools what they wanted to they could act out an aspect of something that is very real which is football basketball baseball golf you know you name it but it's like now everything is controlled by me and that is the fun about it it it, tony hawk and madden in my eye are not that different from each other you know they might be one is over the top and ridiculous and one's more or less kind of in that sort of simulation but a little bit arcade aspect to it but they both and they both accomplish the same thing, which is allowing me to be the best team, the best coach, the best player, best, you know, in, you know, organization, whatever you want to be. And I don't think people understand that part of the games. You know, people just see like a oh, dumb sports game. Uh, it only gets like it's yearly update. It gets marginally like barely any, you know, update upgrades and i'm just like well you you're missing the point about all this it's you you in many ways you have to be a sports fan to truly understand what is so great about this is you know i could you know in these older games i could trade michael vick to like i don't know the cleveland browns and now suddenly the cleveland browns are a dynasty super bowl winning franchise in my world Mm -hmm. yeah no one Gamers will not understand that because they are just not sports fans and they resist the idea of being a sports fan. They just see sort of like the, you know, the the jock who is playing this and they just say like, that's my enemy. And it's like, no, he's more or less doing what you were doing in an RPG. You know, in an RPG, it's RPGs are the same thing as Madden, all these games, you know, RPGs, you are creating a character, you were customizing their appearance to how you want you give them the build that you, you want it's like hey i'm a magic like this character is proficient in magic bad at physical attacks also think it's like the same thing in madden it's like my character is great at you know my quarterback he has great vision he has great field awareness but he can't move to save his life you know it's that, that same principle and i you know i think not many people understand that fun and genuine just like borderline spurging about like controlling everything within your own little universe in your hands and 
I I don't subscribe I, I don't subscribe to the notion that sports games are bad. Now, granted, modern sports games have been in a valley of they don't really try to strive for greatness, but they used to be great, sort of thing, you know. You're right. And they don't they don't have to. As as you said, it's like they kind of all each own a sport, one game, one mm-hmm. one you know, developer owns a sport and that's, that's an issue. That's a big mm-hmm. issue. And like, you know, for me, I, I like there's that, the parallel, what I'll say is to people there, I'm a fan of, of, of the, of the Raiders and they stink. And I, and then when they lose, I can go play that same game and fucking win. You know yeah. what I mean? Literally the same game. Like when they do lose, Baker Mayfield goes 98 yards down the field. I'm not hell. No, I'll go beat his ass right now. 38 to two you know yeah. one safety sure you know it's like just i can do that you can revise history <laughs> or or in in some cases like the more arcadey games you granted these arcadey games didn't last long because you know the nfl got very specific it's like you can't do this because it doesn't reflect our health and safety values well it's like whatever <laughs> but like you know imagining if like nfl street existed today and it's like in that same scenario, it's like you have Baker Mayfield running the ball. It's like you have Max Crosby engages game breaker ability. It's like he knocks Baker Mayfield unconscious. Like, yeah. you know, that that's the sort of thing that games allowed you to do. You know, these sports games allowed you to do. There was options. You could, you know, you could live out that ridiculous, over-the-top, exaggerated lifestyle of, you know, yeah. and, I, and I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but like NFL Street al- allowed you to sort of imagine a world where it's like football isn't played in stadiums it's played in the streets and you can Uh like run on walls and uh constantly be doing you know uh celebrations on the field before you even get to the end zone like you know uh, i think about all these games from the you know from my childhood it's like they i always smile thinking about like one little detail about them you know i remember booting up like nca 2004 for the first time and it's like, oh, wow, I can create my own school and I I can create this obscure little school, but somehow they have a stadium that fits 100,000 people. And, you know, that sort of, you know, that sort of uh, fantasy world, despite it being very real, like all the images and symbols that you see on screen are very, very real, you know, as you, know, as you and I are big sports fans and so mm-hmm. many other people are sports fans. It's but you get that ability to just do what you want. And also another aspect of it, it's like you actually can put the time in too. It's like infamously like, uh, or not it, not infamously, famously, you know, the NCAA games had the dynasty mode and it's, you could put all your effort in. Like I could make sure my coach is that good at recruiting. So that way I can build out my recruiting classes every year. And I can, you know, have espn classic games i could have you know my players break certain records and suddenly recruits are now interested in my program and like you know there, there's so many little things to like that these games pay attention to that is exciting and fun and you really sink your teeth into and it's like nowadays you know the the last the last modern madden game that i played was madden 17 just for mm-hmm. context and I, I had whiplash booting that up and it's like booting me up in, in a game playing as the LA Rams against the Falcons. And it's like, suddenly it has like a story mode where it's like, which, 
which for context is like kind of funny. It's like Jared Goff and Todd Gurley. It's like, wow, those uh those were great representations of 2016, I guess. Uh, yeah. or 2017 or whatever but like <laughs> yeah like you have this like make or break moment with the franchise and i think jeff fisher was the coach too which made it even doubly funny for me that, but it's this... like this make or break game in the la coliseum and i was like what is going on here this seems so foreign to me this feels so wrong in so many ways albeit i did like that fact that it's like presenting like this weird dramatic kind of like tv special about this like football team you know, mm-hmm. trying to make a statement win as they have just moved to LA, you know, back to LA. And it's like, they're trying to win over the fans. And like, uh, it was whiplashy, but like, it also was kind of like an amazing drama at the same yeah. time. Like, uh, yeah, it's like thinking about all these games just makes me happy. And it's like, I, I genuinely don't think people understand it. And uh, there needs to be like a push to understand the sports game as rather than just like this is what like you know the the jocks are playing like I I mean I remember being in college on on my team and it's like all the guys because these games lined up perfectly with fall camp and it's like I got my new copy of Madden and it's all we're playing on our like very mm-hmm. few amount of free time and it's like to probably an outsider, you know, whether it be like the nerdy gamer or whatever, they just like, oh, that's the jocks game. Like they don't know quality. It's like in many ways they do. It's just you you're choosing not to be understanding that it's basically what you play, but with real people, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's beautifully said. I mean, and like for me, like I said, what it it's a way for me to create i don't even know how to do like when i play madden i just it's so formula i run like the same fucking seven plays or (laughs) like i got my hit i got my hits i you know the slot receiver is like the best whatever whoever is my slot receiver is getting two thousand and seven hundred yards that year and Mm -hmm. there i'm gonna just run them across the field every time but like my eyes are just rolled back in the back of my head and i'm just playing like it doesn't matter it's like i just it's it's just this soothing element and i'm sure there's other games for people who don't like sports games that are similar to that but it's it's very much that um you know and then when you get to the off season that's when you get to be creative right like that's yeah. when that's when you get to be creative but the, the gameplay is just is very just like formulaic and and uh, soothing at that point uh in all these games the baseball games everything um even nba street i played nba street all the time it was the same thing like it was just you created your guy and you you just the gameplay was crazy but then the actual journey of like learning a new move right mm-hmm. uh, learning a new this you know whatever getting a new uh place to play at or something mm-hmm. like all of that stuff is achievement you see it I, my wife will play like other games you know where like you you'll level up a little bit and all of a sudden that sword fucking does more damage you know and, yeah. and the same it's it is the same and um like you know, I, and, and to be fair, like, you know, people do hate on sports games, but it's the other way around too. Like there are a lot of my sports game friends are like final fantasy for faggots. Like <laughs> I don't play it, but it's, it's cause I'm not good enough at it. It's like, yeah. I, 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 it's not, I mean, like, it's all, it's all one thing, man. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's a weird two way street. It's like, there's two opposite ends to this sort of debate about, are sports games legitimate, you know, games in the sort of, you know, I was, you know, last week was the game awards and, you know, this, this just kind of states how both, I think the industry views sports games that as a whole, like 
the state of the genre itself where instead of there being a dedicated category for sports games it's best sports game slash racing game because wow. both genres are like niche genre i mean to say madden's niche i think is a stretch but like madden has its established fra- fan base that will never sort of leave it sort of thing and no one will want to join it but like that's the perception of it is like it's relegated to like the ghetto as it were in gaming but you know i i I know for a fact that my teammates in college were never gonna like play any game like i remember sharing my roommate my freshman year fall camp i was playing the last of us and he's like what the hell is this game like i mean and eventually he learned to actually think it was really cool and i like to think that maybe i open them up to new experiences but like it's amazing how there is such a hard line divide between a sports gamer and a i don't know what the proper term would be i guess hardcore gamer where it's like they're playing more prestige games sort of thing yeah. but it's like in reality the game sports games are very in line with a lot of the industry and it's just i think the fact that gamers have some sort of like genetic thing telling them it's the sports game that's the jock the jock is gonna hate you and think you're you know a stupid retard like for being into like dungeons and dragons uh be defensive against them sort of thing yeah in in reality it's like the sports game is you know in many ways it's like your standard jrpg where it's like you have your character you build your party so you build your team out you know you have your party in a jrpg hey i have this character who's a great fire user hey that's like i have a great slot receiver on my team or i have this great healer on my team like hey i have you know i build my my team out to have like you know great endurance in a long game sort of thing like they're not anywhere they're not some polar opposite different culture sort of thing i mean on one hand they are but they're not really they're they all exist in this sort of larger gaming collective as it were but it's just like the imagery i think just sets people off and it's like you know a gamer just sees sports and they just like immediately go into defense mode and try to devalue the jocks getting into their into their safe space as it were or something like that Mm -hmm. it's true because it is theirs first right i mean it is like the game gamers are like nerds for i mean you know when you mm-hmm. talk about the genesis of gaming like it's mm-hmm. it's it's i could i could understand that i i get it i even when like you know and now like there's a weird division like where people will be like guys at my work play like warzone all the time and then i'll be mm-hmm. like oh i just kind of just play like mad and they're like I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, uh, doesn't that like, shouldn't that all be under the same umbrella? They're like, no, no, Warzone, yeah. man. Like, it's it, yeah, exactly. It's so. That's what that's like. Kind of the point I'm getting at too. It's like sports games have been relegated to some sort of like weird backstreet ghetto. It's like, yeah. you know, it's it's like a it's almost in a way kind of like a, uh, like a boomer genre now. It's like you have to be like. Uh, like a 20 something to be like investing in Madden every year. And I, I don't understand it because it's, they're not, I mean, we'll get to it with the Madden talk, but it's like, you know, sure. It's recent Maddens haven't lived up to the prestige of Madden as a, you know, at this point, I think 20, uh, almost 30 year franchise. I think now it's like almost 40 now. Oh my God. I just realized it's almost a 40 year old franchise. But like, 
even then, you know, even the bad men's have their sort of merit and systems at play that make them fascinating or whatever. Uh, but I think, I guess to wrap up this part of the discussion before we go into our three games, I think sports games need to be considered. I mean, it sounds so, I don't like kind of like we all have to come together. John Lennon, you know, we are the world moment. But it's like sports games are not like the evil empire here to invade and devalue games. I mean, sports games, especially at their peak, they were, I mean, they were legitimate system sellers. Like you would be, you know, you would get, you know, the the new sports game because it had all these new features. I mean, the the 2K series, when it came to, the Dreamcast, like that was a legitimate reason to own a Dreamcast. Or, mm-hmm. you know, when you know Madden went to you know PS2 and all that sort of stuff, it's like, oh wow, the jump is much ginormous. Like we have these characters that look like real people kind of now, sort of yeah. thing. It's sports games have a history, they have a legitimate place in gaming history, and they're legitimately great titles and i i I could only hope that people view them differently you know i like to hope that you and i are making a difference glenn tonight but uh yeah i i i think people need to view sports games on the same level as these prestige franchises these big triple a games that come out you know every so often you know i i think it's a time that people you know give up their grudges and finally accept the sports game for what it is a fantastic genre like beautifully said uh but uh i think that will be a great way to segue into the first of three games that we are going to cover and that is madden 06 man i i've been like i've I've done i've done like a three-hour podcast and then like realized like i was like i think i have kidney damage like i just (laughs) no i just black out it just happens like you know you get in the zone get in the zone like i that's with i i've come to learn with the show with these last three months now it's like you get you really do get into a groove where you just start to like <laughs> like you just mm-hmm. roll your head back and you roll your eyes back just like Matrix, I, I, we'll just like yeah like well, I'm, I'm pulling all the resources back and we're just gonna have a good time sort of moment and these these games as a whole are just good times games like the 
you know, especially like last week I talked about Katamari Damacy. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. You know, that's a fun time game, perfect game experience. And it is a Japanese goofy as hell game where you're just rolling, you're rolling a ball, picking up things to make a bigger ball. That's the whole point of the game. And, but it is one of the most fun things ever. And it's like uh, Madden NCA are just like the same sort of feeling to me. It, it, I, I'm, I was so happy that I could finally talk about these. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let's do it. But yeah, uh, the first game that we are discussing uh, is from the Madden franchise. It is Madden 2006. Uh, it came out August 8th, 2005. It, much like any EA game that is a you know big, massive property, it came out for every system that you can think of. You know, PS2, GameCube, Xbox, Xbox 360, PC, uh, PSP, Game Boy Advance, Nintendo DS, you know, everything got Madden, Madden 06. I mean, any year a Madden game comes out, it will go on any platform that it can possibly get to because, you know, it's trying to make as much money as it can. But Madden 06 is the one I have the most fond memories of. I remember, you know, Madden as a whole, because I remember, you know, Madden like 02, 03, 04, 05, you know, the ones beforehand. I remember you know, watching my brothers play it and get it varying into it. I remember, you know, being player two and it's just like, you know, they, of course, you know, being like in their twenties, it's like, you know, of course they're kicking my ass sort of thing. So it's like, when I finally get my moment to do, it's like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, this, and this was 2005. So it's like, I'm rooting for the Steelers because I like big Ben Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, this is like cheat code. And I get to, you know, as a kid, I was like to get used to the games. I was like, I'm picking the team that has the A ratings and everything. And I'm playing the team that has the C ratings so I can run up the score on them. And then, okay. but, you know, Madden 06, I think, is a great entry in the series. Uh, I'll, granted, I will say, don't get the 360 version. That one's kind of messy. Uh, but the older versions of the game have some great additions to them. Um, one of the main the main attraction of the game was the superstar mode, which let you create or take a player from another uh, EA Sports franchise and start from his rookie year all the way to his retirement. And you could to manage his entire career. You could to you know, basically live out your life as an NFL superstar, you know, for lack of a better, better way to say it, it, it was like the first time Madden really truly had like an RPG mode where you could spend infinite hours, you know, maximizing your player, controlling his life, you know, talking with your agent, you know, all the stuff. And granted, it's extremely detailed for us, you know, you know, it makes you like take it. If you create a character, it makes you pick your father and your mother. Like, is my <laughs> father an NFL icon? And what did my mother do? Was she a track star? Was she a soccer player? You know, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Like, it's extremely in depth. Like, so reading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It felt it, it, it's, it's kind of insane the levels of stuff. Like, you also had to take an IQ test for your character. Like, you know, I have some of the I have some of the questions pulled up. Uh, it's like it obviously it makes like you do the basic math things like how tall are uh, goalposts uh, or three, six, nine, twelve, which number is next sort of thing. But then they ask you, it's like, 
do you wish do you wish you were more assertive do you like practical jokes your glasses always half full yeah. a muff snap from the center to the qb is a fumble like all these like very detailed and specific questions and that was a legitimately fantastic addition to the series yeah. uh uh but also they added like stuff like the qb vision cone and granted which was apparently a very a divisive feature that they added because they thought it made the game too hard uh, to play. I, You get used to it, in my opinion. Uh, but this was also the first year, I believe, where EA had purchased the license to the NFL so that only Madden games could be made for... or Madden games were the only NFL game you could play anymore. Uh, they retroactively killed the NFL game day series, they killed the 2K series, the Blitz series, you know, everything. Now EA owned it all. But uh, I wanted to ask you, Glenn, what are your thoughts specifically at Madden 06? Oh, yeah. The vision cone was scary when it first came out. It's one of those ones where you're like, did I do something wrong? Did I buy the wrong mm-hmm. game? Did this happen? And, and uh, you know, it was basically like you could only throw to where your quarterback could see, right? Whereas, <laughs> you know, on the any other conventional Madden mode, you had the entire field mm-hmm. buttons over every receiver. But no, you had to physically look mm-hmm. with the quarterback at where you wanted to go. It was like playing real quarterback. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, they wanted to make it realistic. But I think people, um, the developers realized that, like, you know, they don't want it that realistic Mm -hmm. (laughs) like like it's not it's not meant to be that realistic and uh um but so that was again you do get used to it uh i also remember the hit stick was oh five right was when it came out uh no i think this is the one where where they i think the hit stick was for defense in the last one but this is the one where they introduced the offensive trick stick or whatever it was called like where uh you could like uh knock over defenders with the the, the way that they balanced it was like, oh, now your potential to fumble has re- increased uh, oh, sort of thing. But, you know, that, that was such a great addition. I mean, that became a lexicon in the real sport, like in real football. It's like you hit the truck stick or whatever. You had Because you had to have GameCube. You'd have GameCube. You'd have the yellow, you know, mm-hmm. stick. you'd have the the C stick. I think it was called, right? Mm-hmm. And then you'd have, you know, every, every console had like its own uh kind of thing that you could do it with um and i remember when you'd play against your friends and like you had madden before they did and then they found out there was a hit stick and they fell in love with it and you'd beat their ass because they couldn't tackle you because (laughs) all love they'd want the highlight force fumble hit stick but you'd also when you missed with the hit stick you just Yeah. <laughs> no one's gonna see what i just did but it was just it was just like thrusting your body like the men in black like vincent d'onofrio character like just uh, look, well, like, yeah and if you if you if you mm-hmm. landed the hit stick or if you made oh. someone whiffed it to i don't know if you had this experience but my brothers always did this to me it's like they immediately because there was always the instant replay button they would bring up instant replays oh, like see what i, I did to, see oh, that what i did that first because worst. you know in the replay mode it's like they can go slow-mo and like make the camera go all the way it's like you know it, it's the ultimate humiliation ritual 
Mm-hmm. Oh, we, we used to only allow like three per game. Like you, <laughs> you got three replays. So like you better pick shit that's worth doing it. Cause like if you use it up on like a 27 yard gain sideline mm-hmm. toe tap catch, like, okay, cool. But you know, you better wait for your touchdown or wait for your, you know, forced fumble. And like, I remember I, maybe I have this wrong. Maybe I'm just, it's like a Mandela effect thing, but remember the screen used to really just like vibrate super hard. Like when you'd hit mm-hmm. stick somebody, like it would be like an earthquake. Yeah in the screen that's the thing too like i will say the newer maddens i feel like the sound isn't there sometimes but like in the in 06 like every hit is crunchy like 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 it every hit feels like these are nfl players hitting each other sort of thing and it's like you know playing the game watching it like you really get a feel that and, and I think this is an aspect that people maybe don't pick up on or realize it's like the sound of Madden games sounds completely different to me than NCA where it's like the hits feel a little bit, you know, heavier, you know, the stadium is a little bit different, you know, cause they can incorporate like stadium, you know, aspects, whether it's like, Oh, Hey, here's, you know, this, here's like the special third down thing that we can play now uh, or, you know, stuff like all these little, NFL specific moments that just like made it feel more like exciting to be playing yeah. in your hands, having that control of being the NFL player. It like that, that's something that Madden always, especially in its glory days, you know, in the sort of, I would guess you'd say like from the way I see it is like Madden's peak is from like 2000, maybe probably earlier too. I haven't, I haven't really gotten to the older Madden games, yeah. but like, for me, Madden's like peak is like 2000, probably to like 2010, probably like the 2000s were like I'd Madden agree. Madden as a whole was so omnipresent in everything. You know, everyone had to get the new Madden release because, you know, this game had this update or they buffed the stats of this character. It's like, oh, yeah. hey, this, you know, the, the excitement of like, hey, the rookie that you really liked on your favorite team, like oh, he started with like 77 overall. Now he's like 80, 86. He, oh, yeah. he made a massive leap. Like San Antonio you know. Holmes this year is incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Madden. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's true. Um, you know, it's, it's, it, it's true. I, I loved, uh, I, I love, I was watching some, some people playing it, like doing some playthroughs. And one thing I noticed is like all Madden cares about now is player movement. That's all mm-hmm. they care about. Like the, and I yeah. mean, it's literal, like no, the movement now is breathtaking in the game. No, truly it's, it's great. I got to give them some love, like, you know, one handed interceptions, like just body. And you watch the, you know, even though like, Oh six, it's like the thwomp things in Mario yeah. like, running it's robotic, like it's robotic. You know, they put their, you know, honestly now Madden still can't get the contested catch. Right. It's still very odd. They, they'll never, they'll never get that right. I don't know why. Yeah. But, I, I, yeah it, you're saying linebackers catch everything in Madden now it's they're they're the better they're like Odell back every linebacker is Odell Beckham now it's don't get me started it's, it's the gloves it's the gloves man yeah it's terrible it's like it's like dude no it's like there's no, this guy's a seventh round pick out of Wisconsin like <laughs> he, just, he just like catches one one pins it off his helmet like off of like a rope pass from Josh Allen I hate it but back then it was really hard to intercept a pass oh yeah in, and in Madden it was like almost it was like you know, I watched that show, the the um the Madden bus. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. 
and uh, my guy Sherm Sticky, man, <laughs> this guy, he was a Bengals. He was sponsored by Chad Johnson. Uh, um, and he, like, dude, he was getting interceptions at this insane rate where it was like, nowadays, like, it's very easy to intercept passes. Like, you'll throw like four picks a game in Madden. It's insane. Like, in a, in a, in a, in a game, even when you're like playing well. And back then, it was like an interception was like, oh my gosh, dude. Yeah. Like, you really intercepted a pass. Like uh, it was, it was, it was hard. It was harder to play. I just, I felt like it was uh, tougher to be good at back then. Yeah, it was much harder. And, but like when that, mo- cause you, and you showed me this yesterday, like this is something that like newer games, I don't know why they've removed this feature. It's like when you got the interception, like they would freeze frame it, pin the camera behind you interception on screen and it felt like the greatest thing you ever did i mean one of the almost like pause it and be like what yeah Yeah, it was it was a replay moment it was just like hey replay button you want to watch your player doing that sick interception or like fumble recoveries too or giant hits like the Mm -hmm. game understood like how cool that was and how cool it was to be in control of that you know because madden you know Obviously, when you're on offense, you want to be, you know, quarterback. Obviously, you you default to that. But like on defense, you have that freedom to kind of pick and choose. I mean, obviously with any football game, but it's like Madden has that kind of like special sauce where it's like because it is an NFL product, they can really spice it up and make it exciting. You know, very replicate reminiscent of an NFL game. It's like that interception changes the game, changes the whole trajectory of your season sort of thing. And I think it, it, it feels extra special when you do the superstar mode in 06 specifically, it's like I made my character potentially have the game winning interception in super bowl 40 or whatever, as a rookie, like that's like the peak pinnacle and he's going to be the franchise player for the rest of this thing. Like, you know, Madden as a, franchise allows you to sort of live out the life that you probably wished you had when you were like eight years old like you wanted to be the nfl player you mean more or less you wanted to be on the cover sort of thing like you want to be that guy who who was that good that year and say like that's me it's like and madden allows you to have that fantasy you know in a way that's cathartic and rewarding and just simple plain and simple fun as fuck it's really just i you have more experience with modern madden i you know before the show you told me how like madden 22 is like what the worst entry in the series or something or one of the recent ones in the last like four years it's like it madden as a franchise is like bumbling its way to like understanding what makes madden fun and it's like you've been doing this for over 30 years you think you would like understand the core fundamentals of what makes a fun nfl game it's oh yeah yeah it's sad the the i mean i to be fair i do like the new madden because i like the face of the franchise mode where you can just mm-hmm. play as a linebacker <laughs> as a um you know a corner playing as a corner is insane like from when the camera is actually like on you as a corner is is like actually really hard oh, yeah. and um um that, that's like easily the toughest place the position to play as a as a madden they don't let you play uh line uh which i feel like for spurgs they should let you be a guard if you're <laughs> Spurg, listen there 
they're they they're they're racing me as a lineman. It's like fellas. they're yeah, they're racing the big fellas, which I, I like. I'm like, dude, it's fun as hell to play defensive end. Like, like, what? Why would you not want to like do? So that's okay. Nonetheless, uh, their the ultimate team is uh, satanic. Um, <laughs> fashion ads with demonic imagery. Uh, play old Madden ultimate teams. It's horrible. Uh, it's for <laughs> zoomers. It's for zoomers who cannot be like, oh, there's four quarters. Ugh. <laughs> they just can't be bothered to play four quarters of a football game of six minute quarters. They they can't do it. Uh, they they want it. They want every game to be situational where it's like, oh, I can get a, a Tony Gonzalez uh, level eighty two player if I convert this third down, and mm-hmm. that's it. And that's the game. And it's like then you only get that Tony Gonzalez for like a week, by the way. <laughs> and then in a calendar week, you don't have Tony Gonzalez anymore. It drives me insane. I, 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 it drives me absolutely insane. Um, and that's like their zoomer, like, cause like in a weird way, trading cards are coming back. Like they're really big now. And, mm-hmm. and, and, but in that fashion, like these like electronic, like NFT type players that like, yeah. or that you need or something. And it's, I don't, I don't care for it one bit. And I think that's what the selling point for like the zoomers are, but it's like, we have we as you know millennials or whatever whatever if you're older um you have that patience to just be like nah man i'm getting to 2039 that's when my team really takes shape you know (laughs) you know i don't care so i i not to not to like go backwards a little bit but i'm glad you brought up that tv show because it's kind of amazing tv uh it's so good it, it it this was the period in which uh like gamers on tv like was starting to you know this was pre modern day with like people like streaming games being esports celebrities whatnot so you just have like these random cavalcade of just these these guys who <laughs> have like the funniest name nicknames you know you meant sherm sticky I'm like pretty boy solution the grit chow big gene it was like the uh, animal mixtape tour but for gamers like <laughs> it was just pretty cool it's like the the secret uh yeah. there was then now there's linebackers named that like in real life the secret <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like it's yeah. like take taking the xfl like putting whatever your custom name was but it's like now that's my gamer name you know fear yeah. cyrus the virus You'll know this better than I was. Was that were were there? There was no like anything else like that in any other format of gaming, right? Like there was no like w- there was no like esports yet at that point. Like there was it, no. It was it was right around the time that esports was getting big. I, okay. Like, this I I I'm pretty sure Spike TV was the first one to kind of present gamers like on a TV. So, I mean. There's the MLG circuit. There was, I do credit like Halo was very instrumental in getting yes. sort of like gamers on the TV screen, so to say. Uh, you know, there's, you know, the Halo MLG circuits. And I do credit Spike TV being that. But like the fact that Madden was cognizant of that, even though the show only ran for like four years, like that's still like you're making making it obvious that there are people who treat Madden very extremely seriously to the, you know, point where it's just like, I can't do that. Like you, you're so good. These are, 
people who spend you know much like any pro at any game it's like they spend countless hours you know it's unfiltered autism but like it's the most exciting cool autism on display black dudes with dreads that's what's funny (laughs) the guys will be like the guys will be like yeah i play about seven to ten hours of madden a day and uh, i love my kids more than anything in the world you're like what (laughs) it's yeah it's just like this like cavalcade of like the most eccentric weird black guys like like just appear like they they materialize into reality and like but then you also have like kind of like the the wigger white guys who also uh, like join the mix too like it madden nation kelby, is kelby losak on there no. <laughs> why wasn't kelby on madden nation he would have been great too i'm trying to think what would <laughs> i want it would have been so sick it would uh, he was like i don't think he's ever played madden but 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 like uh this kind of just feeds into the grander sort of Madden cultural phenomenon that it was, especially in the 2000s. It's like every year there was something cool being added to Madden, you know, sp- you know, we met, I mentioned Oh six's edition, but it's like the previous year you had the, the hit stick for defense. It's like, they emphasize how like, we we upgraded the defensive play, yeah. so now defense is on par with the offense. Because yeah. you know everyone yeah. cared everyone cared about offense. Like, yeah, defense doesn't matter. Like, I can just score fifty points. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But like, they made defense exciting to play. You know, every year was something excited to be a part of. And nowadays, it's like when I hear Madden, it's like I don't even hear about like the back of the box thing that sort of wants you to play Madden twenty three. Now, granted, they Re, more or less reintroduce superstar more mode but like it ain't like superstar mode i don't think madden 23 is like you know doing Different. a whole whole profile about you you know it's like well what were you like in college uh what's your how no. smart are you are you a retard uh are you uh, uh an angry uh irritable person like yeah i, I just have i i have like a a game facts uh guide like a guide about superstar mode and it's like all has all the iq questions it talks about like uh improving your players characteristics like exposure visibility appearance marketability popularity expectation player persona like it, it feels very much like a personality test like you have your agent you have your website too you have player website to get track of news yeah. about your player like this, the fact sheet has all of the agents that you could pick and mm. what they're bad at, what they're good at. Like uh, mm. the best agent of the game was Andrew Michaels. Uh, apparently he had a score of 13. Uh, mm. He apparently was uh, excellent at influence. Uh, but, you know, that was the excitement. Like you, you know, because I feel like everybody when they play Madden, it's like you have that very similar Tony Hawk. I want to be a pro skater desire in all of us. You want to be the superstar of your team. You want to be, you know, get into the, you know, pro football hall of fame. You want to be your number retired, you know, all the sort of wants and goals and desires that you maybe can't, you know, obtain in your own real life. But like Madden allows for that vehicle. It's just like, okay, 
we present you this dish that has a million different ingredients and they all work in harmony to create that ultimate dream that you wanted to have. And it's like, I, I, I genuinely, the, these Madden games are just genuinely so much fun to just get invested to lose time with spend, you know, because they're more or less just RPGs. Like they're, they they have the level of insane autism but it's like grounded in reality but like they have that sort of fantastical aspect of an rpg where it's like i can save the world but saving the world means uh getting the game winning reception or the game winning touchdown or the game winning run or whatever or mm-hmm. intercept you know whatever you want it like that's the fun of madden in in it you know i i can't highly rec- i i highly recommend all these early PS2 Maddens and the early PS3 uh, Xbox 360 Maddens, except for Xbox 360 version of 06. Apparently that one was a disaster. Uh, mm. did, uh, did you read about the Xbox 360 version no, of 06? Never apparently, had, I never had that. Yeah. Apparently it was a, in the words of one of the developers, an unmitigated disaster. Wow. Uh, they, uh, like they, they were saying, cause with games they have like game dev kits so it's like here's the xbox 360 dev kit but it doesn't have everything so like they're they are rendering out the most ridiculous parts of like a stadium so it's like hey the the circuit box on this part of the stadium is fully rendered in 3d uh why well because we you know realistic looking you have the players you can see their sweat on them uh you all the certain like these very stupid, obscenely detailed things, and they realized, oh shit, we have to pare back everything. They had to like rebuild the playbooks. They had to redo the all the play by play commentary on everything, and that apparently the three sixty one was just not good. And I, I was I was fascinated to just hear yeah, like how they really completely cool. mismanaged that game. And meanwhile, the PS two version, the GameCube, the Xbox are all like highly revered. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I think this is a good place to wrap up the Madden talk. I think, you yes. know, I think you know, it's easy to shit on Madden, especially in the modern sense, because Madden more or less just repeats over and over kind of similar things and expects people to buy. But it's like you know, go back a few years and you will see a cornucopia of just amazing fun experiences that you can just get lost into for hours and i think that transitions to the next game oh, r.i.p john madden by the way That's oh yeah no huge fan exactly. of influence uh you know huge in the franchise of of, of madden is a uh, mm-hmm. royalty as far as the uh, raiders uh go oh. and uh, and just football in general i mean the guy carves a turkey with his bare hand i mean <laughs> guy's just guy's just a big behemoth of a man and you get to hear him talk about all day oh yeah about, about 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 how your offensive line doesn't get any push for your running, <laughs> and yeah, that, it's, him and Al Michael is beautiful stuff, you know. He was honestly the perfect person to brand this product to. Uh, that's you know, uh, Matt, John Madden was you know if it it would be easy to be like, oh hey, this is you know here's Joe Montana's pro football like you know sort of thing you know back in the day, but it's like no, they wanted this coach who is an icon and a guy who is as lovable as ever an eccentric personality. And I think honestly, his name and his branding helped catapult this franchise to the heights that it did get to. I mean, 
Mm-hmm. And in many ways, he he is probably how a lot of people learned about the game is through the video Absolutely. game series. And, you know, I think it's important to respect that man. Yeah, he's, I think, just as just as important of a coach, he's equally as important as a sort of name and label to a franchise. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but uh, the I think that'll be a good transition into the second game, which is uh, NFL Street. Sometimes in life, yo, you're gonna break down, get your weight up, kill the hate, and put it down. You know what's in your heart from stalk, gotta do it alone. At the end of the day, this game just sticks and stones. Let's go, let's go. You gotta do it by yourself. This time's hard. You gotta make it by yourself. You can't stop. You're gonna do it by yourself. You got hard. You're gonna make it by yourself. Now go start. You gotta do it by yourself. This time's hard. You're gonna make it by yourself. You can't stop. You're gonna do it by yourself. You got hard. You're gonna make it by yourself. Now go start. Time to play now. Time to play now. Time to play now. Tell me where the playground. NFL Street is a unique game. I mean, it's it's obviously in a sort of connected Madden sense, you know, it's NFL football still, but this is when EA was like, we want to make our own arcade version of it. Like the blitz series was, mm-hmm. but like <laughs> EA's vision of arcade is very of its era. And it's like thinking about this game. It's like, it won't, ha- it wouldn't happen today. I mean, <laughs> it's like, wouldn't be called NFL Street either. Like, no. it, 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 you're, yeah, you would call it's. There's a lot of things that wouldn't happen. Be called. Uh, what would be a good modern name for an NFL Street reboot? Uh, NFL. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. God, I'm blanking on this. One. <laughs> Every name I'm coming up with will be like, nope, that's not allowed either. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The geez, it'd be tough. Uh, NFL uh, NFL districts of uh, uh Wakanda um NFL uh, BIPOC simulator yeah <laughs> um yeah but uh, but NFL Street the first game uh for, came out on January 13th 2004 uh PS2 GameCube Xbox it's made by the same studio that makes Madden makes NCA football and you know this was sort of their chance to capitalize on the very large and very crowded market of football they realized the blitz series really had no competitor Mm -hmm. and you know nfl street in many ways it's simplified it's a simplified version of madden you know instead of 11 on 11 it's seven on seven instead of being in pros football stadiums it's like in random streets and random you know like the players grew up yeah yeah (laughs) it's it's very simple. It's very Arcadian, very of its era. It's, you know, it's seven on seven and everyone's like got exaggerated, exaggerated steroid muscle, like bodies. They all are like making fun of each other. They're all like shit talking each other in EA E rated way that they could, they couldn't like swear at each other. Albeit that would be kind of funny to imagine. It's like, and if imagine what a real NFL player is probably saying to each other, but like in a video game, that'd be great. Um, but NFL street is a very, I wanted to talk about it because NFL street, I think is a, a, a great time capsule of this era, you know, 
this very much reminds me of Need for Speed Underground 1 and 2 and Most Wanted. You know, this sort of wanting to capitalize on the quote-unquote urban culture, I guess you could say. Uh, you know, the 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 real the real down and gritty realistic this is what this is what you know ricky williams was playing back in the day in the streets you know it's it's very corny especially when you realize that the studio who uh makes madden makes all this you know you're right. just like some orlando studio this orlando company i forgot you know, about tiburon by the way <laughs> I, I, I remember there was a team in madden that you could play it was like the tiburon and it was oh all yeah that's true i forgot about that like the names or something i can't remember what was what it was it was like the oh. noob cybot type of play oh, like oh my game. god i completely forgot about that that's so that's true i forgot i was like what the hell is this like who is this made-up team it's like okay that makes complete sense like I just learned a mystery of my childhood right now. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 to be fair, is same, same. I, I kind of always remember seeing that, like, well, who the hell would play as that? Were, and, were they yeah. like the Tiburon Sharks or something? Like, I, I yeah, could... that's what that's what Tiburon is, right? In in Spanish or something. I think it's a shark. Yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I it was just it was dumb. I think it was meant to be like I don't even I have no idea what 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 the significance of that is, but it was everywhere during that era of Madden. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's street is it it reminds me of a great time of like of the need for speed, which you know it's EA, it's an EA franchise. So it's like you got honestly a fantastic soundtrack just full of like classic raps, some crap rap songs. It's not as like iconic as Need for Speed Underground having a uh, little John on there, like just screaming, you know, yeah, you, know, you know, the classic song, but it's like you have Baby D, Bravehearts, DJ K, Slay, Fuel. There's a corn mm. song with Nas on the. On, that's a, on that's it. a banger, by the way. Uh, I, I was I was listening to that today. I was like, that's a fantastic song. I had that, I had that corn album. I, I forget what it was called, but that that song, the way that song was on, I loved that song. Right? Yeah, like that. That's an underrated aspect about the these 2000s EA games is that their soundtrack is like pristine perfect like it it fits the exact mood you want for whatever game it is like even even like madden like madden has like a lot of licensed tracks on it and like they're all perfect too and, you know mm-hmm. i feel you know these modern games are all just like no name soundcloud rappers with like one classic rap song thrown in yeah. just be like hey we know music that's that's a classic song right like you know we yeah. then we'll throw in like you know uh, like little faggy or whatever in the yeah. mix too. Yes. Like he's like very, this... very big right now. Yes. <laughs> Cordell, Cordell Stewart. Cordell Stewart is... yeah, his little brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but like NFL Street as like corny. I mean, I wouldn't even call it corny, but it's like in retrospect, you're just like this is co- this is so over the top. It's so goofy, but it's like it's equally just as fun to play as like the more simulator Madden experience, because it is so relishes in, in its concept and its idea where it's like, all right. So instead of like, you know, a realistic football game, it's about getting, you know, your points to make your game breaker uh game changer move that can just put the game away. And it's like, bone crunching hits that like shake the screen so hard you can like bounce off tackles ridiculous toss the football what run on walls like it, it's so 
it revels in its ridiculousness and I, I I smile every time I watch gameplay or I get to play it again. So I, I want to know what your experience with NFL street is Glenn. I had a friend who had it. I, I didn't actually had it. He bought it on like PlayStation's greatest hits. Uh, and it was, uh, it was cool. I, I liked it. It was, you know, I'm not going to lie. There was a part of it where I'm like, you know, there's that South Park episode where the guy's like, it ain't real wrestling. <laughs> oh, I was. I'm like, you can't run on wall. It's not real. Like I, there was a part of that. Cause I had the friend that had that. He bought that as like a bartering, like kind of like a bridge between our like game. he's like, well, I like these games and you like sports games. We'll play like the sports game. That's not really a, like a real sports game. Like, like, so that was kind of like a, like a, a thing. And I, I still, I still liked it. It, it was fun. Um, I am looking at the risk. There's some interesting. Oh, things. did you? Okay. Do you see the, the one quote at the bottom from pop <laughs> matters, which definitely was written within the last five years. Dude. I want to, I want to read, I want to re- read this for everyone. It's by a man named David Len- Leonard. Oh. Never heard of him. David Leonard of pop matters critiqued the game's depiction of African-American men, comparing the emphasis on savagery, violence, and animalistic features to those used in controversial FPS shooter, ethnic cleansing. Dude, I clicked on ethnic cleansing. Let me just say that much. I was not aware of this game. Uh, (laughs) And I can't believe Bill Gates had the nerve to run a game like that. I'm just going to say that much. (laughs) Microsoft windows. Because uh, ethnic cleansing is a far right first person shooter video game, and there's like all these anti semitism like links that you can click on to learn what anti semitism is in this in this uh, uh, wiki page. But I'm like, this is NFL Street. It's just Ricky Williams. Like, it's like you think this is a far right first person shooter game? I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, Ricky Williams on the cover. And mind you, I I love. Well, for one, I love NFL Street, where like Chad Johnson is reveling in the fact that he is the NFL Street cover guy on oh, um, the third game. But in the the second game's cover is hilarious, where it's Jeremy Shockey catching a ball over Exhibit. It's, yeah, it's Wigger like, Jeremy Shockey. Yeah, yeah, it, like NFL Street. It's like Ricky Williams breaking a tackle. I think of Shannon Sharp, which doesn't make a lot of sense, but like, yeah, it, but it's but, great, like great. it. The the cover says exactly what you think it is, and that is like the fun of it. That's the allure of it. Power lines in the background. I love it. Yeah, the the project housing in the background. It's like, well, okay, well, maybe David Leonard has a point that it's being yeah. uh but like that that's the this is the fun of those days. It's like that didn't matter and it shouldn't matter. It's like this is trying to be the football that you want football to be. Like, cause the game emphasizes practically no penalties you can do illegal hits all this like stuff that you wish football could do but like yeah. you know you, it lets you live out the fantasy of being your dad saying football's gotten too soft but like you know you get to be the cool uh cool kid on the block playing your like urban street game but it's an fl game like it is so of 2004 when like the games coming out, yeah, like Def Jam, uh, like New York coming oh, out, yeah. uh, yeah, Need for Speed Underground one and two coming out, you know, MLB Slugfest, NHL <laughs> hit. Oh, <laughs> I think it was NHL hits, the one where you could like, it's like hockey was hitting, but you could like put the guy through the fucking plexiglass, like it was so cool. Yeah, uh, it, it was a really, really violent, uh, uh, rap rock 
you oh, know yeah uh, uh just like it was kind of like you know i don't know I, it was just it was, it was symbolic of that time for sure it's i think it is lost on people to because the madden has been the only thing on the block for over almost 20 years now honestly we're only like three years away from like the 20th anniversary of Madden being the only NFL product really that you can play. So it's like get being given be, playing a game like street is so radically different. I, I I can't imagine a zoomer playing street. Like they would probably like, Oh, this isn't this. I, you know, I don't get to, you know, play as uh, I don't know, Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, mm-hmm. I don't get to do all the crazy things he can do, but like, you know, what about the roughing the passer call? It's like, that's yep. not the point. Like football is about uh, hitting people for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in, in day-to-day life, you can't do that. So like, why wouldn't you like play the game that lets you live out every sort of like violent thought you've had in football for free? Well, I mean, not for free, but you know, with no rules, no nothing, you know, it's all sort of a playground, uh, and I think that's the the game. The aim of the game is just to be a playground for just ridiculousness. Yeah, I think well said. I, I think it's uh, I, I think it's I think it's a way to and I, and, I, and like I, I think there's always the people who when you watch a game with them, like and I'm being annoying like this with soccer right now where I'm like, why can't you just hit the shit out of somebody? <laughs> a game with somebody and they're you're like well you know like in the nba it's like well the guy leaves his feet why can't i just shove him while he's in the air it's like well because mm-hmm. you know break every bone in his body you know? <laughs> and well, he's, he's making 25 million dollars you know but it doesn't matter like their paychecks don't matter you know in that in that sense there's no whistle there's no you know it's it's it, it's true it's an ultimate fantasy you know yeah. like it's it, mm-hmm. and and this nfl street i mean EA made this even its own little subgenre because you had NBA Street, you also had FIFA Street, like where they they just basically took every aspect of these sort of sports and just said, okay, well, why don't we just have fun with the concept of a football game, a basketball game, or a soccer game? It's like now you get to do tricks, you get to show off, flare off, you can do illegal hits, all this stuff. I mean. I, it was sad to see these sort of games fall and fade away. I mean, there was uh, the name is blanking on me, but there was one NFL theme or just football theme game that was because it didn't have the NFL license. They could really go out there. And I'm pretty sure there's one where it's like you got x-rays shots of like bones breaking. It was extremely oh. violent. I don't remember it, but yes, I mean, I remember the, 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 like, cause Mortal Kombat kind of adopted that style of like mm-hmm. the later Mortal Kombat days where you'd see like the, you'd hear the crunch and like the bones breaking. Yeah. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I, I, I know I've God, what is that? I don't remember what that game was called either. It was, I, it might've been a part of the blitz series. I can't remember. I, I remember seeing the ads for this on TV and it, in many ways kind of looked like a scary game just like i'm um, you know seeing like the granted they weren't the real players but just imagine it's like oh hey i just shattered his fibula right there and i got to see it happen it's like on one hand that is like terrifying you know and i speak from experience as someone who has been injured in football several times but it's like i don't know that's kind of fun just being like a a, a crater brain caveman just like getting to hit people as hard as i can <laughs> 
for, for yeah for with no with no repercussions no nothing to worry about yeah. this is just like un uh, mm -hmm. yeah fitting in line it might seem crazy or I, maybe not but it's like it that is the sort of brilliance of sports games that you know tie it all sort of in the umbrella it's like sports games back in the day let you live the specific fantasy that you wanted to live and madden has its own crowd street had his own crowd you know as i said like nfl game day if you wanted a proper simulation experience of like football like you had that or you had blitz you know you had all these unique experiences that were presented to you on a platter and just said how are you feeling today do you want yeah. simulation or do you want uh ricky williams uh taunting his opponents as he's like you know shoveling the pass behind him as he's about to get his like you know head kicked in by another player like that that was fun <laughs> and i was watching gameplay yesterday of street just for fun just to see what people were doing with it. it's like it's funny to see like 2004 tampa bay buccaneers with like uh who was the quarterback um johnson uh, brad just John imagining yeah brad johnson just like on like in the street with his exaggerated proportions and it's just like i don't know why brad johnson does not feel like he fits this game but it's like kind of funny at the same time like peyton manning's in nfl street and that's like also doubly funny to me like mm -hmm. yeah just, uh, and and I, I almost wish that like they could have gotten and the UPS guy goes to the projects and throws a football like, <laughs> to, like you know, go for pass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I wish that you know they probably couldn't get the players to do these like voice acting, but I would just like love to hear like Peyton Manning speaking dialogue in like NFL Street Universe, and it. it it just makes me crack up thinking about it. It's just like, yeah, like, like a Pete Carroll type figure going to like <laughs> South central or something like, Hey son, Hey, how's it going? You know, like, like a good, a real recruiting, like he got game style, like, recruiting. <laughs> Ooh, man, it really could get cinematic if we recreated that. God, I, I'm trying to imagine how like a mod, I mean, granted it, NFL street could not, it would just be miles Morales as your quarterback. From uh, well, you know, Ky Kyler Murray. Uh, okay. that's, <laughs> good point yeah. Yeah. but like granted nfl street couldn't happen today but like to imagine a modern nfl street and it's just like the, the specific quarterbacks today just imagining them in this sort of like cartoons hyper masculine like yeah. cartoon world it's like some of them would not fit i could not imagine tua being in this universe i couldn't imagine uh yeah. kyler in this universe i can imagine deshaun watson in this universe yeah i mean there's a few guys i could put in there yeah for uh, sure i want josh allen in this uh nfl street uh universe that'd be josh great jinkos and just, <laughs> just tearing it up like uh, insane clown posse like juggalo at josh allen that's that, so that is an underrated aspect of nfl street is that it is very early 2000s fashion too uh these baggy jinko shorts with like their jerseys over top of hoodie it's, it's so it is so 2004 <laughs> it's like oh it's like uh it's like going back in time it, it's incredible uh much in the way like tony hawk like seeing all those skaters and like you know how mm -hmm. i imagine skater clothes are you know it's like 
Oh man, imagine just like a street play a street game nowadays and they're all like wearing just like hype beast clothing and it's just like, oh I want and if NFL Street specifically has to take place in two thousand four yeah. or else it wouldn't work. Yeah, it'll be like a millennial like Stranger Things kind of thing. It's like, hey, remember the eighties? Like, but yeah. it's that. Yeah. It it I Oh God, it, it, they would just be like, oh, hey, these NFL players are going back in time. And it's like now they're in. It's like, oh, God, it's making me vomit. Yeah, I I accidentally read the entire Wikipedia page of, <laughs> uh, of uh, ethnic cleansing. The video, <laughs> by the way. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what a. Yeah, there, that... There's some added things in there that were from users added to the wiki page. I <laughs> I don't think the game costs $14.88. <laughs> I just don't think that's true. But yeah. Uh, anyways. Yeah. Uh, I, no, I like no, the no. Uh, subtitle sequel. <laughs> guys, the numbers are looking great. Let's run it back. Yeah. Like, what's, what's even funnier is like that game, uh, ethnic cleansing came on. 2002 yeah so it's like this pop matters guy must have just been like in google anti-semitic game and then that popped up and it's like vouch playing it like nowadays <laughs> like like they're just like you I know, want Destiny. hassan i want hassan playing this. Yeah, hassan playing it against sam hyde yeah like, <laughs> and 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 that would I, it's actually banned from twitch which i mean who isn't at this point but yeah the it's that i just the reading that was the wikipedia page was something else let me tell you that uh, uh, shame, uh, shame on Bill Gates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gameplay ethnic cleansing is a short FPS set in a single level as a neo Nazi skinhead. Exactly. Or Klansman. The player runs through a ghetto that has been compared to New York City and shoot African Americans and Mexicans before descending Correct. into a subway system to kill Jews. <laughs> Finally, the player reaches the Yiddish control center for a fictionalized fit version of Ariel Sharon, then Prime Minister of Israel, is directing plans of world domination. He oh. carries a rocket launcher, and the player must kill him to complete the game. The heads-up display contains a map of nearby enemies and a counter of remaining ammunition. The game's soundtrack consists of white power rock music. Jesus. And this is NFL Street. What the, the, remind- Yeah, this is NFL Street. This guy thinks this is NFL Street. Oh my lord. Going to Fry's Electronics and being like, hey, uh, out of the case, could you get me uh ethnic cleansing, please? Like my, my nephew's birthday is next week. Like, yeah, what? uh yeah, I, I, let's go back in time. You know, a Best Buy is like, hey, do you want to it's like, all right, I want to play a game. How about the how about those racist games? And he's like, which one do you want? NFL Street or ethnic cleansing? Uh <laughs> I, I guarantee you that this guy was just like, oh, these games came out kind of close to each other, so therefore they are the same thing. Uh, uh, my God, that is that is hilarious! That like Wikipedia page is so funny. Well, not like it's just like imagine making the Wikipedia page for that too, and like, then you include that bit too. Oh my God, that that. <laughs> Uh, that, that caught me so off guard like where it's like I, it, I thought they were gonna be like yeah cultural appropriation blah 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 or just like you know like uh blah, uh 
lionizing the black struggle you know wow. i thought it was gonna be something like that they're like no it's actually just like ethnic cleansing and, and, and <laughs> yeah ricky but, williams is a playable character in ethnic cleansing actually and uh yeah he's the bonus character he's the bonus guy yeah he works at the yiddish control center See, and, this is this is the secret about nfl street is if you input the konami code you actually get to play ethnic cleansing it's a secret <laughs> you know yeah it wasn't on you had you know it's like the thing where it's a. Uh, in Final Fantasy VII, it's the gold chocobo, the fake thing. It's like, oh yeah, you can get this like thing that doesn't exist. It's like imagining like a bunch of like you know teenagers be like, hey, NFL Street has the secret ethnic cleansing mini game. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh my god, it's uh, it's like twenty twenty like journal class, just like retroactively going over going putting yeah. their red highlighter over a game and it's like no one cared this was this yeah. was fun this was no one you know, cared. It, not it, ethnic cleansing Jeez. <laughs> that's the title of this episode. i was amplifying i was amplifying poc voices by playing nfl street as far as i was concerned yeah i was amplifying this you know ricky williams's career and uh letting him be the best player that he could have been you know in this yeah. world he never got drafted by mike dick for the saints uh no no <laughs> No, he's yeah, he works. He literally worked at like the Kinko's down the street. Like that was what he did in this game. And and he was a great running back in the alley. That's 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 what <laughs> that's that's Ricky Williams. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, I that oh my <laughs> but I guess to summarize NFL Street is that it's a great game, it's a great 2004 game it's a great game to play nowadays it's pretty cheap to pick up even for uh in the market that is uh retro collecting it's still pretty easy to get which also any of these at these sports games they're dirt cheap you can get these except for nca football 14 that one's expensive because it's the last one uh yeah but yeah uh, you can you can literally pick up nca like 2002 2003 2004 2005 for like five bucks each totally yeah uh, but nfl street it's a great time piece i highly recommend to anyone to play play the whole trilogy they're all they're all fantastic games they're all nba street too but nba I... street's really fun too I, oh I, yeah I, totally yeah, I love that. yeah I love volume that. one and volume two are fantastic games that this is an era when you could do this with the nfl license even yeah. if nfl was like begrudgingly going with it like the NFL was cool with this back then, and you should all play this. And I think this will segue nicely into our final game of tonight, which is NCA Football 2004. EA Sports! EA Sports! It's in the game. It's in the game! It's in the game! It's in the game! EA Sports It's in the game, and the Irish are always in the game. NCAA Football 2004. So, NCAA football, uh, the I would say NCAA football. I don't know about you, Glenn, but I feel like that's the the game franchise that people have the most sort of mm-hmm. fond memories of. Now, granted, that could be because the franchise hasn't existed, yeah, almost for ten years now. I mean, every I for me personally. It was my friends growing up. It's like NCAA football was the big one. Like everyone. That was the one where, you know, you you picked your team or you created your team. You picked, you know, you picked your ally, uh, alliance and you just, you know, 
you put your you know your head to the gridiron and you just grinded out everything you made your best team or you made your college you know your favorite college team the best team in the nation you could turn a Mac school into a national a national powerhouse uh uh it NCAA football has I think that was where the magic really was for me at least uh but NCA 2000 NCA football 2004 is the one I have the most memory of I, th- I believe it I remember playing 03 and I remember playing 04 06 you know 05 06 you know so on and so forth obviously but I remember 04 having very very fond memories of you know that was the one that really stepped the ball the you know stepped the you know made the franchise really on par with Madden and in some cases better than Madden yeah. But NCAA football 2004 came out in July 16th, 2003. It was, you know, again, GameCube, PS2, Xbox, you know, it was on every major thing. Uh, yeah, featured Carson Palmer on the cover. Uh, I, I love NCAA football at the time because they couldn't pay athletes. Their way of getting around it was, hey, pick the guy who's drafted high in the draft the year before. Uh, I, yeah, he's making money now. Yeah, because yeah, uh, 05 had Larry Fitzgerald on it. Uh, shocking to see, like not shocking, but because I totally that was just a segue on Larry Fitzgerald. Like he didn't have dreads at the time. It was so crazy. You're just like, who mm-hmm. the fuck is that? And you're like, oh, and I love I, when he was at Pitt. I was like, this guy's a, a freak. Like he was amazing. I, I totally remember that. But I'm like, man, I just don't remember a short haired Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> just, it's still weird to think he was on Pitt. That I, for whatever reason, I he like never pit. struck me as a pit player. Not a pit, not a pit guy at all. Sean McCoy either. Like either of those guys <laughs> don't feel like pit guys, but they were pit guys. But yeah, but Kenny Pickett's a pit, a pit guy. Pretty much a pit guy, dude. <laughs> very, pit, very, you know, like or like I just picture some like Italian fullback playing for like you know just big Italian fullback and never. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> No, I, I I love the I love these games. I had the the one I played the most was when when Vince Young was on the cover, or was it Vince? Mm-hmm. Young? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. That was, that was probably 07. Yeah, that would have been a uh... yeah because he was 06 draft. So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, that was the one I probably played the most. I loved it. Um, you know, the triple option. Yeah, that. No one understands NCAA football until you realize how fun it is to run the triple option in these games. Because that uh, uh, the thing about NCAA football 2004 is like they had videos showing gameplay about the triple option, how to run it right. Yep. You know, another added great thing about it is they had Kirk Herbstreet and Lee Corso talk mm-hmm. tell you about the triple option. That was the you know. For those who don't know sports, triple option is the most fun offense in all, you know, in history, I feel like. You know, it's all running, you know, you got your quarterback, uh, running back, you know, fullback, and it's just like that do or die moment. It's like when do I pitch it or do I keep it? You know, like that it triple option was made for video games. And I there's so many fond memories of just run like if your team you picked that had the triple option i was like oh it's over this mm-hmm. is, yeah it's you're you're gonna lose 16 to nothing and you're gonna like it yeah and there was something about when you were the quarterback running the triple option and the pitch is great 
put mm-hmm. the fake pitch. There's oh, nothing. oh and, yeah. And the guy just is on a slip and slide. You get that safety to just get the, he's just like on playing yeah. twist on the floor. Just, just like not, just not even part of the world anymore. And you just leave him in the dust and you walk <laughs> in the end zone. I, I used to do practice mode. I used to just try oh. it. Is I would spend like two hours just practicing, to, like how many fake pitches can I get on this guy? It was like a dopamine rush. It was so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, obviously, like Madden had a practice mode, but like NCA football, the practice mode meant just a so little fun. bit more. So it, it was it NCA football. You know, specifically two thousand four. If we're going to specifically point out the sort of things that it did it 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 was more or less like a polished version of 2003 but like that's what made it like the best football game ever you know Mm -hmm. you know madden operates within the confines of the nfl which is a 32 team league you know but ncaa football you get like 200 teams now granted they're not they don't give the players names because they couldn't do that back in the day but like you had 200 teams basically you had every level of college football from the big power 5 you know to the group of 5 you know granted that terminology didn't exist but you had you know your independents you had your fcs schools like you had everything and you 2004 you also had historic teams you know you had the leather the leather helmet Notre Dame teams that you could play as you could play as the classic game mode where you could play classic uh college football games like you know the Stanford Cal uh the game you know the the famous play in 1982 yeah. with the, the, the bands yeah. on the field or John Elway's final game yeah the... or you could play the snow game with Notre Dame and Penn State in the 90s I think you could even you could even replay the national championship game from the previous year like mm-hmm. the, they're they included rivalry games they had they even though it's not on the level of probably what a modern NCA football game could do nowadays with, you know, teraflops and giga shits in your consoles now, but like, you know, seeing all these, you know, the unique stadiums rendered with all the fans who were, who would react to context situation, situational things like third down, or they would react to interceptions or fumbles or big plays, or you had the, if you scored a touchdown, you saw like the cheerleaders fire the cannons for certain teams, like, or you'd see the mascots or heck the mascot game mode where you get to play uh, where every player is swapped out for identical copies of the school's mascot. Like the NCAA football 2004, like was everything that you could ever want. And, you know, later entries, obviously too, where they just kept adding on more and more features like 2005 had the stadium noise mechanic where you could suddenly make the crowd get even louder uh, to make it harder for your opponent. It's yeah, I remember that mm-hmm. like, you know, and even down to the smaller things that later entries added 2006, it's such a small detail, but it really made it feel more real and like lived in and of an experience was uh, if you threw the ball, and your receivers downfield, your receiver would look behind him to mm-hmm. look for the ball. Like two NCA did it first before Madden did it. Like that might have been two thousand six. It might have been oh four. I can't remember. But like the fact that these players were cognizant of like your actions and would look behind you to like find the ball. Like NCA football just seemingly is where they put all the money and resources into. It felt like they they really went out of the way. Like you had to create a team. 
where you could build your own logo, build your own home and away jerseys. You had to create yeah. a player. And I think arguably the most important aspect of NCAA football games is the dynasty mode. Uh, without question. I, 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 and I have to mention with the dynasty mode, a filthy Armenian uh, told me specifically how he put an, an incredible amount of hours into, I think NCAA 14's dynasty mode, you know, because that was the last one in the series before, you know, they couldn't make NCAA football games because of the lawsuit about players getting paid. But I, I wanted to make sure he knew that like, mm-hmm. you know, I want to give his kudos to this game. Cause you know, the, the, the dynasty mode is really a game within a game and nobody understands what it is like to put your entire like career as a game coach to get that one recruit. It, it's, yeah, it's such an incredible game mode that I don't think people realize it's it's not even like it's the it's like the defining mode, but it's like a mode that it, like with several other modes that you can just mess around with. And dynasty mode is one of them. It, it's such an incredible game mode that like NCAA football games have to have it. Even the yeah. the, the reboot, the one that they're making right now, they're like in a press statement, they're like, we're making dynasty mode. Don't worry about it. We're going to try to make sure it's the best mode that it possibly can be. Like they understand the importance of this single mode and what it means to this franchise. Yeah, no. And and I think uh, also one thing I love about, about it is when you played, you know, there's a, there's a part in Madden where like even the shittiest quarterback, cause it's an NFL quarterback is still going to be like, you know, I have a baseline level of like throwing a, a deep out, you know, a deep post or something like a 15 yards. Like you might get a straight up garbage quarterback in NCAA and like, you cannot throw the ball like, <laughs> like beyond six yards down the field. Like, and you're just like, you know, cause Madden for a long time, and maybe this is just me not being that good back then, but like, it was tough to run the ball in Madden because there was oh, such yeah. an emphasis on like throwing the ball. But in NCAA, you could like actually develop a fun running game. Even I, even if you didn't have the triple option oh, uh, yeah. play, playbook. Yeah. Uh, I was, I, I found uh, that crazy. I was playing last night NCAA football for just, you know, for tonight and for just fun, I was playing as Texas. And, you know, each team has its own playbook that's unique to itself. Like, Texas has the no-back formation. Yeah. And, like, you could run the speed option or the misdirection play, running play. Like, running the running game uh, is so integral to this franchise. But I don't think people understand what it, the running game, you know, I, I want to sound like, you know, the you know all of our fathers all at once. Uh, football doesn't emphasize the run anymore. But it's no. like, you know he you know our fathers are right like the the running game is great for ncaa football it's like thinking about like how they're going to reboot this franchise it's like the modern day ncaa football nc you know modern day college football is so pass oriented so spread Mm -hmm. off you know spread offense read option you know the only thing i think they could make it fun is like the read option but like even then it's like well the triple option now and rpos aren't that fun yeah yeah and and Really, the only teams nowadays that would even include triple option plays are just Army and Navy. But it's like Army and Navy are mid teams in real life. Like I wouldn't want unless, you know, obviously I in in the NCAA football universe, I can make Army the number one school and win Heisman trophies and make them in the most undefeatable team in the history of mankind. But like the fact that, 
you know, picking, you know, if I were to play an exhibition game and it's like, I want to run the triple option. Well, I guess I have to settle for army, you know, yeah. that and in NCAA football 2004, it highlights the difference of the game, the real life game then. And now it's like pretty much every team had their own triple option formation or triple option was part of the for, different formations, you know, whether it be like the eye or the, uh, you know, under center or the the strong eyes, weak eye. Like there was always some level of like option play included within that playbook, and I I imagining and now it's like, heck, from my experience, our playbook didn't have a in co- my college team didn't have a triple option in our play. We were spread team. We were RPO and spread, and it's like it's gonna be like ninety percent of the teams in the new NCAA football. It's like. Uh, it's going to be very samey. And it's like NCAA football's magic for, I would say, most of its existence was like every team had a very distinct and unique playbook that made you want to pick that team. Like you could pick, you know, you didn't have to pick, you know, the top 10 teams to have a good time. You could pick like kind of a more, lower ranked team or a good non-ranked team and you know use the sort of abilities as you as a player but also you know experiment this playbook i mean it's it's such a no one will understand ncaa football's allure unless they grew up with the old college football days i guess yeah and then that's the thing is that college football quickly it stopped becoming its own entity. I mean, it is, of course, you know, you go into sec, like it's all that it's, it's King down there, right? Like it's bigger than NFL teams, like Georgia Bulldogs are bigger than the Atlanta Falcons and like that. However, you know, we, I'd be lying if, if college is pretty much solely now just a vehicle for like, it's just a bridge to get to the NFL. And then, so they want to make the offenses look like NFL offenses. So it's easier to scout players when you're going to draft them and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have its own identity of that hard nose, run the football, triple option, misdirection, trick Mm -hmm. plays, uh, all kind of stuff. It doesn't have that anymore. So it's like I said, you know, it's like you're saying, making this, uh, making this game now it's like it's how you said that about nfl street is it has to take place in 2004 it's like well i want ncaa football to take place in 2004 still like you know like it's just i i don't want the new you know five wide receiver uh bill o'brien alabama offense like in 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 ncaa like i i could just play madden if i want that yeah Mm -hmm. exactly i mean this highlights not like the sort of world outside of games but it's like the NCA football and college were two distinct entities and you got the the best of both worlds with the Madden and the NCA football. NCA football with the creative playbooks but also like the tradition, the fun of college, you know, the fun of college like you know and then you, you it would allow you to like build the program up like oh hey like you know one thing like NCA football 2004 and later entries it's like program prestige tradition Mm -hmm. all this all these like college specific things excuse me like they're part of the process they're part of like like i said the dynasty mode you know they're part of the play experience that defines college and pro obviously has the you know the perks of the pro pro game you know you have the sort of you know over the top entertainment centric you know focus where it's you know 
uh, it's not about like the college, so to say, it's about like the sort of business football angle, but it's like now, you know, the fact that they're bringing college football games back, but it's like, we're now in the age of the NIL and college kids can get paid for, they're going to get, you know, college kids nowadays are going to get paid for appearing in these college games. It's like, Mm -hmm. it, it feels like the barrier between the two franchises will be erased in the process. Like I grew up specifically watching and obviously I, you can probably feel the same way too. It's like college football and NFL football were two distinct entities yeah. and the game and the games represented this too, where it's, you know, an NFL that superstar mode in 2006, it felt more like trying to be a legendary figure mm-hmm. in the broad scheme of things. But like in college football, like the defining mode is building up your school's legacy. Like, you know, it's, it's, in a way it's kind of, you know, people always say like the, the smaller you get in football, the more true it is to the sort of like, uh, like core of its, of the game as it were. And it's like playing these older sports games feels that honestly feels very true. Like getting smaller feels like more special and more impactful as a result. And, you know, when you play like dynasty mode and you, you can make like little old, I don't know, you can make, you turn, you know, little old, uh, like I'm trying to think of a small school in 2004 that wasn't like lighting the world on fire. Uh, Maybe, uh, Washington state or something. Yeah. You yeah. could turn, you can turn Washington state into like a top 10 powerhouse that wins a national title. Like, yeah. and in keep the tradition Granted, I don't know the traditions of Washington State as you know, but you can the 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 point of NCAA football is about turning not just your your creative player, which you can do in you can do in NCAA football 2004 and other entries, but it's like that is more like like that creative player is just part of like turning a school into an empire a dynasty you know very fitting of the name you know you want to turn some like middle of the road team into the usc of the time or you know the oklahoma or ohio state or michigan or whatever you know top 10 team of that era. you know that that's the pure joy of it and you know you you i I went on YouTube to like sort of see what people are doing. It's like, you see people still playing the dynasty mode and it's like become a series where it's like, all right, here's year one of my dynasty. We went two and 10, but now the second year we got a bunch, we got our first five-star recruit. And, you know, this year we went 10 and, you know, we turned the program around. We're now 10 and two. Oh, Hey, we can build a brand new stadium for our program. And Hey, that's going to bring in more recruit. Like it's this, it, it, it's like the it's the snowball effect of just like turning the sort of pure excitement of college ball into a playable thing. It's very, on one hand, it's similar to Madden, but it's also on the other hand, different. It it gives you a different flavor of the sport. And it's more of a, um, it's more of a bringing, 
like you know it feels like you're raising a you know child or something you're just like man you know madden it's just like you know it's you're kind of detached from me you're just like i'm the gm of this team just Mm -hmm. trying to keep my job and stuff but there you feel like you're like this is the school i feel like i went here you know Mm -hmm. sometimes you did right sometimes that's a very common thing people like you said you could delaware blue hens you know i I mean for me personally you know because i have personal connections to my college even before i went there and played there Mm -hmm. you know i wanted to make miami ohio uh i wanted to make them go to the fiesta bowl you know sort of thing like in and ncaa football encourages us too by like hey when you boot the game up the first time it's like pick your favorite school what's favorite school and and they also you know the fact that they the game recognizes who your school's rival is you know it it will mark like on an exhibition game it's like rivalry game you know yep like ncaa football has such like a pure love for the sport that like i'm not saying madden or nfl street or heck any other of the franchises don't encapsulate that sort of pureness pure essence of the game but it's like ncaa football as a franchise really just kind of feels like football how it should be you know whether it be the sort of team the team spirit the team tradition all that sort of stuff but even just down to like using every single formation every single play or variation of a play or every variation of a defense coverage blitz whatever you know it feels like the complete entire complete and total package to football as a sport represented in games and you know I think a lot of people felt its absence when they stopped making them because mm-hmm. you I'm trying to think it's like I remember the first year that when NCA football didn't exist and how everyone was just depressed. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, for me personally, when I, cause NCA football stopped the year before I got to college to play football. I was like, motherfucker, I wasn't in the game. Like, you know, sure. It wouldn't have my name on it, but I'll be like, that's my number. That's me. I like, you know, there's sort of like, I finally made it moment. I was like, yeah, that's taken away from me. So, you know, it's my one little selfish moment, I guess you could say. But, you know, right. the fact that my friends in high school, you know, who didn't go to play college, you know, the fact that they didn't have that game waiting for them in the summer, you know, to sort of, you know, pick. I mean, uh, one of my friends, you know, he's a diehard Cincinnati fan. It's like he couldn't, you know, play out UC anymore or, uh, another friend of mine was a South Carolina fan. It's like, you know, the, the, there's a certain attachment and a certain nostalgia that we all have with NCAA football. Cause we, we had our college team, you know, we knew our playbooks, you know, whatever. And it's like now when that was gone, I think everyone felt that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, again, it's just like, it's, it's tough to, tell people unless they play like how different like what would be the football it's a football game how is it different than Madden? it's like no you you just got to play it there is just a different feel to it the players move slightly different the the um just it, it's just you know they're just numbered they're like numbered players you know and and mm-hmm. you know sometimes you'd get like you'd, you'd see like i remember i was watching the game where it was number 17 for auburn it's like that's jason, <laughs> that's jason campbell but like it can't be jason campbell but you know it's mm-hmm. jason campbell so if you follow you could follow along 
with the college football season and stuff. It was, uh, it was just all those little small things with it that I, that I found so, uh, fun and comforting. And I, I used to, I man, I used to play the hell out of it. I was, I'm still partial. I'm still like, I'm, I, I have more fond memories of Madden, but I like, I do miss it. I do miss that game. And I will be, when it comes back, I will be playing it. Oh yeah. I, I, I will probably buy I know I'll probably buy NCAA football or I guess nowadays they're called EA sport. I think the, the reboot franchise is going to be called EA sports college football, which, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, you know, but it's like, I'll be buying college football 2000. I guess it'll be 25. Cause I think they delayed it to 2024. So I uh, guess it'll be EA sports college football 2025. I'm uh, buying it. Like away. so far away. Yeah. It's, you know, reading about like the fact that it seems like they're trying at least makes me feel better. You know, sure, it, sure, in the sure. in the age of where Madden seems like they phone it in a lot of the times, at mm-hmm. least uh, it seems like they understand the sort of pedig the 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 very true and earnest yearning for NCA the the franchise of NCA football and they clearly understand that it's a big project. They care really hard. You know, they, they seem to care like the fact that they're going to stadiums, making sure that the stadiums will look right, making sure that they get every home away in alternate uh, team Jersey, the mascots are right. The D you know, the fact that they said that the universities are giving them like high res scans of every asset, a part of like, you know, the school, whether it be the helmet decals or Jersey elements like the fact that they're getting and going out to do that gives me, you know, comfort knowing that they get it. It's seeming. Yeah. No, they know they, they see the void that's left and they know, they know what they need to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a easy, it's one of the easier things to reboot. Like just, just off of like, what, what do we need to do? It's mm-hmm. you don't need to do anything. You need to just, you need to just make the game again. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it was nothing to build off of. It was a perfect game. Yeah. It, Heck, I mean, the fact that people can play NCA 2014 and not really complain about it, I think speaks yeah. to how good this franchise was in its heyday, which I would argue is from two, probably 2001, 2002 until this, you know, 2014. Like, yep. I don't think I could name anyone who really thought that any entry in the series was like bad. Like, I, I booted no. up. I booted up just for fun, like a while ago. NCA football, two thousand eight, which is uh Let me see. Didn't uh, is that Tebow? Was, no, that's Zabransky, uh, from Boise State. Wow, he's the cover athlete for that. Oh, but like that game on back wall, the the classic Statue of Liberty <laughs> game. But yeah. um, I I love like on the main menu. It's like you have the sort of like university, like you know like that main foyer building and it's like your school that you picked and it's got all the sort of like teams in that conference, you know, like even 2008's version of the game, which, you know, from 2007, but like the fact that they were still understanding the assignment, they knew that like, just keep adding on, keep making it good. Like people will come like that sort of thing. And I, I guess my only hope is that with NCA football is that they keep the sort of pure spirit of the, of the game intact. And 
heck, if that means like letting you like just inserting a triple option play into some yeah. team's playbook, your own so, playbook would be fun. Would be very well, yeah. fun. Which I think they said they're doing. They're, I think they said that they're going to let you create your own playbook. Which hey, that's a good thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that is a good place to wrap up the talk for the night. I think the main, I think the main thing I want people to talk, walk away with this is that sports games equally have the love and effort put into them, like any one of, oh yeah, people's favorite game that they can think of, you know. The fact that it is a close to one to one represent representation of a real life thing doesn't devalue this thing any any you know more. The fact that it is trying to add to ele- you know make you appreciate something that you see every day in your life, I think that is the magic of Madden or NCA or a street or any of the many franchises that existed throughout time. They're there to sort of be that like little that the the finishing touch on a meal. It's like, oh, I can appreciate this more. Like I can learn to love the game through playing it in my own sort of world, in my own bubble. And I I think that sports games need to understand like they they need to return to the yeah. days when it wasn't about making money. I mean Granted, sports, they're trying to make money, blah, 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 who can have it? But it's about more than just profits. It's about making new fans along the way, making new uh, people enjoy sports as a whole. Like, And sports need that. Sports, the actual sport itself needs that, needs that pipeline to where it, instead of where back in the day it was sports fans that would then by the video game i think it's going to be video game fans that end up becoming into sports if you do it right oh yeah totally i think that as younger kids you know i look at my nephews and it's like they are so into games many in many ways how you know it kind of reminds me of how i got obsessed with games too it's like they're getting into games seemingly younger and they talk about it with their friends it's like imagine if they had a game like that you know NCAA football any of them or any of these classic entries in these long-running franchises imagine if they got that game like you know in august 2023 imagine if they got that imagine how their mind would be blown and suddenly hey you have a bunch of kids who try out for their peewee team Mm -hmm. like that would make me so happy so it might be how we have to do it man because it's getting desperate you don't see kids playing in the front yard anymore like playing just basketball like throwing the football around just like like aimlessly looking for something to throw and catch like it's just that 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 motor function is just not embedded in kids anymore and like you know i'm not saying the video games are going to bring that back it could could be quite the opposite i know some lazy madden players trust me but (laughs) but uh, but, you know i could save maybe 10 percent of the kids that buy that game get into you know fit, stop decide like hey maybe maybe i should go try at least like you know throwing the ball you know or go running route or something like that um or you know just just playing getting some friends together even even if you're not doing physical you're making friends you know through sports mm-hmm. which is how i made all my friends as a kid uh you that to me is a net win you know yeah i think sports games whether they be football baseball basketball or golf uh, I think that by them being the best they can 
they create a snowball effect, whether if it's visible or not, you know, whether, you know, whether it doesn't matter in, in my world, it's like, heck, even if this kid doesn't go out to play ball, at least he's learning to appreciate something that is, feels like dying. I mean, you've talked about it on your own show. It's like, it feels like sports as a whole is under attack by just the, you know, most annoying person, you know, you know, uh, <clears throat> a certain Mexican, um, uh, <laughs> not athletic. Yeah. Yeah. But like, even if like, let's say Madden 2024 is not like it's the best game, but it doesn't get every kid to be like trying out for football. At least they are appreciating sports. At least they are appreciating this part of our culture that seemingly people are walking away from like you know at least they can come to appreciate something that's very special i think to you me or any one of the people you know who's a sports fan and i think you know i i can only hope that like heck maybe this nca football reboot it turns the tide as it were maybe madden can be good again maybe we can get an nfl street yeah it'll something. push madden it'll probably you're right it'll probably push madden a little bit which is yeah. nice i mean even even though it's coming from within the same you know develop you know uh within the same franchise mm-hmm. maybe maybe the just the fact that people might respond better to ncaa might have madden be like well fuck we're not the only football game you know yeah and uh, so it's there's a lot of things that can happen for this return in 2024. Yeah. yeah, and I just I can only hope that like we can have that sort of excitement again for these games. That's my ultimate wish and yeah. I, you know hopefully maybe this episode can spark someone to give these older games a try or heck, you know, as you said you've said positive things about 23 being better than recent entries i hope that people give sports games a chance at the end of the day that's what i hope that people will do and i think you know i can't thank you enough glenn this has been an absolute joy uh Mm -hmm. talking about honestly my favorite sport and a, a a series of games that mean a lot to me so i can't thank you enough for coming along tonight anytime man anytime like i said uh you know absolute pleasure i i, I asked i i asked very early <laughs> that, that this be my episode uh <laughs> um no and and it was even better than uh me you know than what i even anticipated and and i'm and i'm saying this is a fan of the show oh. uh, so Thanks. so yeah just we need you back on the back wall eventually <laughs> you know, to get you back on we'll do some more college ball there it's great uh, i want to I might play a little bit right now. You know, <laughs> something like that, but we'll see. Um, no, thanks again, man. Uh, no, please. My pleasure. Thank you again. And that, I think, is a perfect place to stop the recording.